1: Welcome in. It is episode number 742,675 of Jobbing Out. I'm going. Glenn... Is that
2: how many takes it is? Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Funny guy. Funny guy. Oh, boy. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. He's Steve Miggs. We'll tell you more about him in a second because he's fucked everything up. Yes. And he is,
2: is the main event. it. event.
1: Uh, AJ Francis. I'm going
2: to save us time.
1: I did way more vents last time. Yeah, you did. So let's just um, let's handle some little in-house business here, shall we?
2: Peel the curtain back as we big,
1: big episode of Jobbing Out this week. Huge. One of our biggest. we got a huge guest. Tori Thank Wilson you. is on the- Yeah, thanks, Steve. I already forgot Have you were here. Have you seen Tori Wilson? Are you forgot kidding forgot you were here. we got a big guest. Tori Wilson is going to join us. Uh, Steve Miggs is here to be a part of the jobbies uh, because uh, I think Alex Riley was busy, so oh. we, we said we'll go to our solid second option. Uh, <laughs> so Miggs is here from Graham.
0: I'm, I'm a rise sloppy second. Oh, so by the cool. way,
1: let's just be fair. You're like fifth.
0: I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know. I get, I get bumped for Vernon Davis. For, well, for that is Handing it over to, to Alex Riley, the fourth microphone. By the way, for that's the cool.
1: record, uh, Tori Wilson offered to come on with us more often, too, so... Um, oh. you'll I think still be in the top ten. I think by the end of the week, yeah, I think you'll still be on the top. 10. Who
2: booked Corey Wilson, by the way?
1: Uh, AJ booked Corey Wilson. AJ uh, comes through big time for the season-ending show. Here's the thing, but it,
0: here's my question: Will any of those superstar celebrity guests that you say are better than me sit through forty minutes of doing a podcast don't oh. have to do it again? This is where <laughs> this <laughs> is <laughs>
1: why I love yeah. you. By the way, I think Alex Riley might just G-mire, for the record. I think mire. Alex Riley might, but no. So here's what happens. We record the interview with Tory Wilson. It's wonderful. You'll it's, hear it. It couldn't be better. We saved it. We've got that. That's good news. Then we bring on uh, Steve Miggs to record, uh, to start doing the podcast in reverse order. We're going to do it from segment one to segment three. We're just going to go back and you know, add the Tory Wilson interview later. The magic of podcasts.
3: Dude, yeah. You're pulling back the curtain way too we much do, to tell them that sort of we thing. We do a hilarious
1: first segment of the jobbies. Hilarious. I mean, I, I had to actually go clean up uh, urine from, <laughs> from my pants after the segment number one of jobbing out. And then Aaron looks at us sheepishly and says, Oh, uh, you guys, <laughs> we got a problem. <laughs> That's how he said it. My it? machine didn't work. <laughs> and apparently we have lost the entirety of segment number one. Now, the good news is, there was a rather embarrassing moment for me during segment number one. And no one will ever know. I just, I just realized that. History. By the way, probably at least three botches possible for me in that first segment that no one will ever hear. Doesn't exist. I'm good. I'm
2: good.
3: Damn, that was a great That's moment, up. too. Now, it also that was ruined. the moment of the year right, right there. there.
1: It also ruined an amazing reveal for me <laughs> as I started the show, and God, it loses all of its sting. I started the show by wearing a big jacket, and then I said, boys, it's a little warm in here. I'm going to take off way, this jacket. And by the way, I have
2: to give him his credit. He wore this jacket. First of all, like he just said, we did segment number three first. Yes. Um, he wore the jacket the entirety of the interview with Tori Wilson, and yeah. I just thought he was cold. Right. It's Correct. kind of cold in here. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Nope.
1: Ending. I changed, by the way, while I was pooping here at the radio station. <laughs> I changed shirts. I got to be honest with you. I think I might become a guy that sh- that poops shirtless moving forward. <laughs> There's something really great about it. It's just oh, okay. the best way to do it. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like it might be a thing that I'm I do. So, there, there,
3: there are some people who hang up their pants as they're yeah, pooping. There's I think I might be a If I'm, I'm in my perfect. house, I will never poop with clothes on.
1: I mean, right. I, I hear you. I'm saying I might now in public. <laughs> it might be that when I have to poop at work, oh, I choose I to take my shirt off I anyway. I That's what you. I'm saying. Is It was really just a, a liberating experience <laughs> here in the burgundy painted bathrooms of ESPN Radio 980. Um and I had underneath, speaking of a, a burgundy, uh, I had it's more of a red I was going to say, that's not
3: burgundy at all. I didn't realize. <laughs> I looked down and realized that. <laughs> Botch. Uh,
1: my, uh, my, <laughs> my good friend and uh, jobbing out listener, C.J. Boyle, who is the man behind uh, Bearded Boy Designs out in uh, Phoenix, made me a Man Beast t-shirt. And I, I took off my jacket. I had a big reveal. Everybody said, whoa! It was great. And you'll never understand the magic of that moment. None yeah. of you will ever know. The magic of that moment and my and big the reveal. thing
2: about it, we're gonna post a picture of it. But the thing about it that it's really cool is that it is testudo. Yes, with the
0: Brock Lesnar man. It's beast incredible. Yes. horns. It's incredible. Says
2: the man beast, and then the
0: back uh, it, uh, eat sleep
1: podcast repeat. It's amazing. It's really amazing.
2: You're gonna probably have seen it by now. Yeah, yes.
1: I would like to hope so. But understand, it was a magical moment, it a, was a true great moment of beauty when I revealed that. It was, a, it was that. a
3: true shocking reveal. And it, has it was been the Tory
1: Wilsons s- of reveals. Cor- you know what? It very much was.
3: <laughs> it was the opposite of Kurt Angle revealing that Jason Jordan was the yeah, son. That's correct. Oddly <laughs> enough,
1: you know what was actually on that tape of Tory Wilson, Don Marie? this T-shirt. <laughs> Who, knew? <laughs> Who knew? All these years later. All right, so we're gonna attempt to recreate some of the magic. Honestly. I... We're gonna do our best. We're gonna we're gonna forge ahead. I might change some votes. <laughs> Whoa! Oh.
3: Whoa! You oh, know what? I'm it's a good spice point. Spice it up. It's a good bit. point. Everything's on the table. Nothing nothing was the same because as it restarted, I lost the list writing down. Anyways.
1: Oh wow! All right, very good. So uh, the way it works is for the jobbies. Uh, Aaron will give a category oh, right. oh, and we almost forgot that Aaron actually did a little producing right. A very minimal amount of producing
2: Turn it up <laughs> more, dick. I want to hear less of Glenn There we go <laughs> <laughs> what a
1: dick He certainly didn't uh, check to make sure the machines were working No, you know <laughs> But he did uh, provide us some music for the jobbies Aaron will I'm give a us- show tunes guy, so Yeah? Are, are you? <laughs> Sing a little from the Phantom what, What's your favorite musical? My favorite musical
2: is yeah. Guys and Dolls Okay Really? Oh, yes, it is I was Big Julie
1: Holy shit.
2: Holy shit. I was, also, I was also Officer Krupke in West Side Story. You know what? <laughs> by all means. By all means, dude. I also uh, have, I've also seen A Chorus Line, Phantom of the Opera, and damn. Mary Poppins
1: on Broadway. <laughs> okay. So what m- is your next point? <laughs> uh, how many minutes are there in the year in Rent? I've never seen it. Five hundred twenty-five thousand. I don't know what the actual number is. It's just. The but most you know, famous you know song the song, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, so Aaron will give us the category, and then. Oh,
0: I, I I played a cat in PS207 in uh in the play cat, so I kind I, of. Nice. You know what? There we go. That's <laughs> a
1: big moment. I bet That was a big moment in the life of. State it was game. huge. Yeah. Oh, by the way, <laughs> but we to also. To be fair, to be fair,
2: I actually deserved. I think I earned one of the better roles than Officer Krupke because I'm that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> But the problem is when you're in a high school play and you're the only one that's like way bigger than everybody yeah, else, yeah. you look like an adult in well, a show. I just realized that you're having race wars right. and, you know? I just yeah. realized
1: by the way that AJ basically was in glee. like I just realized <laughs> I that <was>. he's essentially <laughs> I. Was. Cont- I was a football
3: player. was Glee. I was
2: a football playing, okay.
3: Rapping. Right. C- can you just snap right. for the rest of the show now? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: uh, by the way, Steve Miggs, are you prepared? Uh, we do have to, to let you know about this. So a few weeks ago, we gave up your fourth mic ship. We didn't you know, give it okay. up. We didn't give
2: it up. When, we, just, we, we, we just put g- it on the line. We, just yeah. la- we, labeled- we vacated it. No, no, no. Yeah. No, we labeled a number one contender.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think we vacated the position. I think
1: I was prepared things. to just give it to him, and the boys were like, "No, let's give Miggs a chance."
3: We have to give him a chance. We uh, are fair. We are not corrupt like you and Shane McMahon. Yeah, that's we true. Are, we are Daniel Bryan that's true. here.
1: Miggs is a commissioner now. He knows a thing or two about being crooked. Um, oh, absolutely. So, so our buddy Alex Riley has basically become the best friend of jobbing out. In fact, I think he actually probably listens to the show more often than you do. Um, that could be true. And, and it's fair. In fair <laughs> I, like, I want to be mad about that, but I, I've never listened to any of your shows, so we're fine. Um, but the point is, that that joke also stung better the first time. Yeah, it did. Stung a little bit better. i got to prepare all new material for yeah. the second recording. I am not ready for this. <laughs> I don't have enough good first-run material. <laughs> can you imagine that? Like, a stand-up is about to go on the air. Like, like, by the way, we need you in about ten minutes right now. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, also, you can't use any of your original material. <laughs>
3: Well, uh, they don't know what's the original material uh, and what's not. Yeah, Only it just, we it know doesn't it. doesn't
1: feel the same to this room. It just doesn't work. It doesn't. Work. No. Um, so anyway, the moral of the story is that, Miggs, you are going to have to defend your title as fourth Mike on jobbing out in a match in New Orleans against Alex Riley. Do you accept?
0: I'm in.
2: Yes! yes! Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing.
0: Here's the, now, it's an ha, inferno we have No, no, no. This is good news. We uh, don't a have a ring. We don't have a ring.
1: What are we, we doing? We do have a condo that probably actually fits eight that wait, we're going to stuffing 14 into. A, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so why not? Wait wait, 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 wait.
3: We have a rooftop. Ooh. Can we bring the mattresses up there? Why? Ooh. Wait, 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 wait. No, I'm talking about remember the match between the giant and Hulk Hogan where Hulk Hogan literally threw him off the rooftop? That's how he won?
1: Oh, my God. You're saying the first to go off the roof loses? <laughs> yes. Life?
0: <laughs> I'm What do you mean? Dude, I can't do that to Alex. He's got a potentially a second season <laughs> glow. You can't hurt the man. Uh, okay. All right. All right. This is talking a lot of shit over here. Yeah. Like, he would actually well, be able I've to got, beat him. I've girl. got nothing to lose. I mean, I've got just a dead <laughs> end job and everything, 27 so can, podcasts. To hey, you, lose. Have,
1: you have Lulu. Come on. Yeah, right? You get plenty of these. All right, so there you go. It's set. We're doing it. We're doing yeah. it. Steve Miggs versus oh. Alex Riley in New Orleans for fourth Mike Ship. We'll, on we'll have to out.
3: figure out if there's any, you know, if it's an Inferno match, if it's a throw a guy off the roof match, whatever it is. We've got to figure that out.
1: Or if it's like a, I run in and kick everybody in the nuts in the middle of the match. Yeah,
3: it, it'll, it'll match. You know, this I will gotta, I've gotta, gotta be like Cyber Sunday. We'll leave it up to the fans <laughs> right. to decide. I think it would be
2: way better for me to be the ref and then take a very small ref bump and be out for 10 minutes.
3: Oh, no, that's yeah. a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> that's a If really, you're wearing the
2: shirt, that, I
3: mean, it's it a really great
2: idea. just like I, I get, like, kicked in my shin, and I'm just down <laughs> yep. for, like, 10
0: minutes on the ground. It's Holy a fact.
1: Shit. All right. Anything else homework-wise we need to take care of before we get into the jobbies? Uh,
0: I, I have one thing, um, you know, because I thought this podcast would be done by now, and I, I told my wife, oh, I'd be done in about an hour, so I just need to let her know what's going on Oh, and bring, okay. some, and bring some toilet paper down to her, so, <laughs> uh, Wait, but, <laughs> so I just got a text message. She's like, can you... Here, honey. Yeah, yeah. Uh the guys I'm doing the podcast with, they screwed up and they didn't record the whole podcast. <laughs>
3: what? Yeah, That's so. the story? You
0: can you can thank them for my inattentiveness as a husband.
3: Okay, also, I'm ready, guys. also, wait, wait, wait. Can, can we have her on the mic in front yeah. of
0: you? Yeah. <laughs> She already said that every every category Randy Orton wins. Well,
1: you know, uh, what? You know what? She and my wife have something in common. Uh, <laughs> big, big also, I don't appreciate the insin. <laughs> I I don't appreciate the insinuation that you've made that women poop. I don't appreciate that. <laughs>
0: that
3: was the nose, knows. <laughs> think... Wait, wait, wait. never said poop. Just said need toilet paper. No, okay, fair well. enough. All right. Fair enough. All right, uh, Aaron will give us the category,
1: and then we will pretend as though we haven't already debated it uh, for the better part of three hours. Aaron, what's the first category? And Then we'll go in order. AJ, the way it works, uh, we'll all say our vote, and then if we don't have a consensus, we vote again. Uh, AJ will get the first say, and then myself, then Aaron, then Steve Miggs. Aaron, what is our first category?
3: Well, the first category, we will start in NXT, and we will start with Female NXT Superstar of the Year.
1: Okay. Aj, me? yes, this is that's what uh, it is.
2: Yeah, so I know that I'm probably going to be alone in this, but I think that from beginning to end, do not tell what is going on Aaron?
3: The the I think that I'll be alone on this when we've already oh. cast our votes. Oh
2: no! Oh, I thought you were looking at the computer. Yeah, I mean, no, it no, looked no, like no, something no, had broken no, again, no, and no, we were no, just no, about I was,
3: to. I, I was laughing. No,
1: no,
2: I no. No. wouldn't kill you. Uh, yeah, I I think... <laughs> no, no, that, that would not be... A laughter would not be my reaction there. Uh, I think that the Iconic Duo... By the way,
1: congratulations to all of you for tuning in for the final episode of Johnny Out.
2: <laughs> I think I think that the Iconic Duo, without a shadow of a doubt, had the best year in NXT because of the fact that they didn't... they were They were in the title picture, but not really. Mm-hmm. But they remained relevant and got better... Each and every week to the end of the year. And now, going into next year of NXT, you have Ember Moon. She is the champion. Mm. But the thing that I watch NXT for is the iconic duo in the mm, women's division. Okay. So, that's my pick.
1: And for what it's worth, I voted for Ralph Nader once, too, man. Like, <laughs> I threw that old throwaway <laughs> vote. My vote doesn't matter anyway. So, I went ahead and voted for Ralph Nader. Look, uh, we can do this 100 times, and and that's fine, and everybody can have that. We're their, up to their...
0: number two so far. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and we
1: might, well. by the way, make it to 100. Um, everybody can have their their cute little other votes that they want to vote for, but there's one answer. Um, Asuka was in NXT for eight months of the year. Uh, eight months is an awful lot. I don't know if you remember, she lost zero times. None. <laughs> zero. zero. Uh, the female NXT superstar of the year is Asuka, and let's be moving along with this.
3: And if we were talking about this like a legitimate sport and we were looking for the, you know, the wrestler of the year, Asuka would be it. Fortunately, that's not the way. There are other things involved, and what the NXT women's division was built around this year was Ember Moon's chase to the title. From January 1st to the end of November, the women's division was about Ember Moon's chase. Yes, Asuka was there, and Asuka was wonderful. There is no doubt about that. Ember, We're talking about Asuka! Yes, we are. And as much as she was the champion, the division was not about her. It was about Ember Moon and her trying to get the title. So the answer is Ember Moon.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake.
3: Migs, please
0: save
1: us.
3: I'm also going to vote green. I'm a Nader man myself, and I'm going with (laughs) Billy Kay
0: and and Peyton Royce. I absolutely love what they did. I would bring them toilet paper, too, if I was upstairs and they were downstairs. Those ladies are the catch me out. I can't believe I just said catch me out. The first time we did this, I didn't say that. (laughs) It's it's AJ bringing up the
3: Broadway shows and stuff.
0: I'm missing out on my snack right now, but you know what? I'm sticking to my guns. I'm no, going with the iconic duo just like AJ. Now I want
1: a snack. <laughs>
0: I want one. Popcorn, ice cream, I'm missing uh, out right. on all
1: of We this. have no consensus as of right now, so we need to a vote. Remember, you have to vote for something that wasn't your own pick. That's the way that we do this uh aj you voted for the iconic duo first so tell me who it is the
2: answer if not the iconic duo is oscar all
1: right thank you very much i unfortunately cannot vote for oscar which is insane so i will be forced to vote for ember moon
3: because i cannot vote for ember moon i will vote for oscar
1: all right and steve miggs
3: because i just want to make your lives
0: miserable i'm voting for ember moon you can all go (laughs) f yourselves
1: i believe what we've come to is a tie somehow
0: we've done this twice
1: And we still have a tie! <laughs> I hate you all! This is, no. I'm doing someone else's podcast next year. <laughs> you
2: know, you know, you know you're you're this is your fault, you know, oh, that, right? I know,
1: I'm very you away. could have
2: just voted for for Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Oh, and then we would have had... <laughs> was, one, son
1: of a bitch!
3: <laughs> you idiot! But you know what, yeah. as soon as he did that, I would have switched the iconic to God just to mess it. with him. God damn it! I hate this show! <laughs> next! Next, we will go with. Uh, it's going to be equally as contentious. Male NXT superstar of the well, year. Well, this
1: one's going to be contentious because there's really no answer. Um, that's the reality of male NXT superstar of the year. It was just a group. Goof- I mean, there's a lot of guys that had great runs, um, and there are a lot of possible candidates. I- I'll foreshadow something before I tell you who I'm voting for. I think the only way we're going to come to any sort of consensus of ultimately we all decide that it's going to be Johnny Gargano. I think that's the only hope that we have. For getting a consensus, as Johnny Gargano, I think, was the most consistent throughout the course of the year. That being said, I did not give a flying fuck about Roderick Strong in January of 2017. Yet, by the summer, I had a throbbing heart on in preparation for what I knew was going to be the The, match of the year. The blood feud. The the blood feud settled in Brooklyn (laughs) at TakeOver for the title the way that it should be. Of course, we all know that match, Roderick Strong versus Bobby Roode. And again, I, 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 what the fuck? What the fuck happened? It, they sold me on it. Roderick Strong was amazing all year long, and they just I, I, they did something with the rug, and I'm going to get it wrong, so I'm not going <laughs> to say it. Uh, they, they pulled the rug out from underneath them and us. I, I don't know why they did that. It really pissed me off. Um, but the answer is Roderick Strong for me. He's my vote.
3: Uh, you said, I think it's Johnny Gargano. I think he was involved in, if probably not the best match on an NXT card. I'll, I'll get to that a little bit later in this show. Uh, like three of the four best matches of the year in NXT, arguably. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was involved in the best moment on NXT when Ciampa attacked him at the end of TakeOver Chicago. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was... Fantastic both as a tag wrestler and as a singles wrestler. He was the most consistent guy from January 1st to December 31st throughout the entire year. Johnny Gargano is my NXT Superstar of the Year.
0: All right. Migs? Uh, the guy I'm going with is like, – I've been all in since the minute he joined the WWE NXT uh, uh, brand is Alistair Black. I, I uh, love, you mispronounced I mean,
1: No Way Jose. What's
0: that? You mispronounced No Way Jose. No Way, Jose. A, uh, yes. He did not join the <laughs> NXT in 2017, though. Uh, Dude, I mean, the guy has just been sold right off the get-go. Every match he puts on has been fantastic. One of his matches, I'm sure I I have in my list of potential match of the year. Uh, As you should. The the match he did on TV with uh, Adam Cole, I thought that was fantastic as well. I hope that they continue to feud or do something together. Uh, I just love everything about Aleister Black, his entrance. Everything about what he's doing right now, uh, he, to me, is the NXT superstar of the year.
1: I think you're an asshole, but uh,
0: AJ? I I respect that. I, I mean...
1: What do I watch the matches for, Gleon? Again, this had more sting the first time. More sting the what, first what time. What
3: do I watch the. What, uh, I believe you watch what do I for watch wrestling
1: the for? matches.
3: The Matchbox 20s. Aaron? You claim that is for the matches. Meeks.
0: Uh, clearly for the Woken Matt Hardy promos.
3: Uh, they're pretty good. They're <laughs> Wait, that down. is, that did, that did is you, you, another thing that did, I do watch. Did, for you, did you see his entrance uh, from Madison Square Garden the other day? No, no I, didn't, I did not. Uh-uh. He's, he's using Moonlight Sonata.
1: Oh, uh, that's cool. That's cool.
3: Um, wow. Yeah, I watch for the matches. Hmm, weird. The best
1: match this year,
2: and I'm, we're not on that yet, but the best match this hey, year... Why don't you
1: save that? Because we might never get there on the pace we're on. That's
2: yeah, true. <laughs> Is Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream had the best match of the year. Velveteen Dream had the best character of the year in NXT. No one on NXT, no one, all the people we can name, Adam Cole, everybody, everyone that's in NXT right now, no one had a better, like, character-wise year than the Velveteen Dream. Okay. The Velveteen Dream is the male NXT
1: superstar. I assure you, I love the Velveteen Dream. He's been around for, like, six weeks. Does not matter. I mean, I I love him. I love him. And it's much longer than that. It's not much. He's
3: he's been relevant for six weeks. He was around back in the the summer. No, he's been relevant since
2: the summer at the absolute latest because I saw him live in Orlando. When he was smoking hot.
1: I'm not. We're not going to do this. Asuka was on the card for eight months and I couldn't get you assholes to vote for her, So fuck you. Um, all right. We got to vote again. That's the way it's got to go. I cannot vote for Roddy Strong. So I will vote uh, Johnny Gargano.
3: Uh, I will vote for Roderick Strong. Uh,
1: Migs. Gargano.
2: And I, because unfortunately, Velveteen Dream, who should win, won't win. I am voting for Johnny Gargano. Well, I
1: appreciate that. That gives us Johnny Gargano as the victor. And ultimately, I did think that was the only way we were going to agree to anything.
3: All right. I'm going to pause it right now and save it so we don't lose that 20 minutes. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get to something here that I think will be a little bit less contentious. Comeback of the year. I think there's one real answer to this. And some people actually might have a problem with me saying it's a comeback if it's more than just a rise. But Jinder Mahal, I mean, a year and a half ago, he didn't have a job. He was a jobber a year ago. He had a long t- WWE title run this year. It's Jinder Mahal. Um. Okay, Miggs. I mean, yeah, you know,
0: he had a great comeback. But, I mean, how do you dispute the comeback of the year being a man who kicked out of a coma? And that's the nature boy, Ric Flair. <laughs> and, <laughs> fucking asshole. And I,
2: I want you to say this. I didn't say this the first time you said this. And I want I want to say it now. I hope that that's actually your pick, because that would be mine too. Whoa. Whoa! I'm fucking sick with it. Whoa! I new Whoa! Whoa! I, 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 the thing was, I was literally as you said, because I was thinking, like I said, I told you guys, I said Roman Reigns. I thought, <laughs> and we, by the <laughs> way, Roman, we said, said oh, Roman Reigns of course he did come of the, of the year. year because he was booed <laughs> viciously. At the beginning of the year, and now he has had some of the biggest babyface pops, and continues to have them every night on the show.
0: I, but but he's never put on but a but He good didn't have a thirty for he, thirty put out after he almost died. Also true, true. But
1: does Roman ever have any good matches, AJ? Oh, actually, <laughs> you know what's funny? A-
2: <laughs> he has um, this past oh, year probably the best m- uh, one after the other
1: matches of the year. Well, we'll deal with that when we deal with that. There we go. That's our guy. All right, so now it changes everything, because initially, when we did this the first time, I just agreed to vote for Jinder Mahal, because I just wanted to move us along. Because at that point, I think we were 60 minutes into our recording. Um, This time, we're not as far in, so I'm up for the debate. I'll vote for... Kurt Angle is my vote! Kurt fucking Angle showed back up on WWE television, and my erection actually knocked out all of the power in the neighborhood. Yeah! Kurt Angle gets my vote. I'm just a sexy Kurt. I'll <laughs> sexy make your Kurt. I'll make your ankles hurt.
3: Ankles hurt. All right. That's my vote. So are either of us going to switch to Ric Flair?
1: Um, well, otherwise I would have to switch to Jinder Mahal. Correct. Eh, I'm gonna switch to Ric Flair.
3: Yeah, I think it's Ric Flair. Yay! Yay! All right! Yay! There we go! How about that?
2: Ric Flair with Come the comeback back the of the year. year. And you know what's funny? That that's what's crazy is when you said it the first time, you said it, and I was like, damn, dude, <laughs> that, that, you're, that was... you're actually right. Like, I'm tripping. But then you were like, nah, I'm just nah, kidding. I... I'm going to vote something else. And I was like, oh, damn, I was really hoping you would vote for Ric Flair there. Now, I... Oh, I, had yeah. to, I had to say my piece this
1: time. There you go. There you go. That's a stunning upset, ladies and gentlemen. You'll never know that originally... Jinder Mahal won. Oh, I guess you know now.
3: <laughs> God, everyone just taking things from Jinder Mahal. You all hate Jinder Mahal. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one supporting yeah. him here. Yeah, God, long, you guys are the worst. Well-known Jinder Mahal supporter, Aaron Oster. Nobody <laughs> <Everybody laughs> knows that about him. All right, uh, next. Well, you know what? Since we talked about Jinder Mahal, he's going to be a candidate for this one. Title reign of the year. Ooh,
0: Steve Miggs. Uh, I'm going to go with the man who legitimized the Intercontinental Championship this year, and I always put on a great match and arguably could be in the discussion for Superstar of the Year, and that's The Miz in his Intercontinental Championship reign.
4: All right.
1: AJ?
2: Jinder Mahal is the answer. I, I mean, Jinder Mahal main, was one of the main event matches.
1: Okay. Okay, you guys. Funny bit you guys are doing. <laughs> really wacky bit.
3: <laughs> really? We're doing this bit again, <laughs> huh? Jinder Mahal's is the answer. Why, because... why is it that title ring always gets him so angry? Yeah.
2: <laughs> It's it's the answer because the man main evented uh-huh. one of the main event matches uh-huh. of SummerSlam right as the WWE champion right.
4: versus
2: one of the hottest rising phenomenons in yeah. the history of wrestling yeah in Shinsuke Nakamura
1: and won right I remember that that's yeah. the- and clearly he never lost because the only way that he could be better. Then my vote for title reign of the year is if he never lost, because my vote never lost. Oscar had the title reign of the year, and what the fuck is wrong with all of you?
3: Glenn is taking this so sports like never lost. He's such a nerd to bring out the saber metrics here yeah, with the numbers Jesus. and the winning streaks and, and the of a results to a record,
1: <laughs> which was
3: zero losses. Yeah, Zero. It's true. Go ahead. Tell me whatever your stupid answer is. I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> I cannot believe I'm saying this. Migs is right, you guys. Remember I, I, where we I, were with the Intercontinental I, 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 I give up. title? I just
1: give up on this show. Back
3: at WrestleMania? Right. The, we did not care about in the Intercontinental no, title. <sighs> no, we did not care about that match because the Intercontinental title had fallen so far. And now the Intercontinental title... Has been carrying I, I, Raw. I give up. With Brock Lesnar being away for so just much, just give up. And that's because the Mrs. Title reign has been okay. so important to the Intercontinental I'm Title. I'm going to say this.
1: Who for Lattimore for who NFL gets, MVP?
2: Who gets the most push in WWE?
1: Who gets the most push in WWE? Yeah, Roman v- Reigns. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> that's the correct. That's, that's the yeah. correct answer. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he has what belt?
1: Well, he has the Intercontinental title belt.
2: If I told yep. you at WrestleMania that that match that we saw for the Intercontinental title match was going to be... would That belt would be held by the guy who retired, retired mm-hmm. The Undertaker mm-hmm. by the end of the year. You mm-hmm. would have said I was crazy. Yep. But the reason why you could pull it off is because Miz made
3: it matter
1: again. Mm. Yep. But you voted I don't know if you remember this. You I'm for, I'm, giving you, did, okay. I'm giving the man his due.
3: You voted for Jinder Mahal. I did, but I'm giving the man his due. Alright, so me and Migs voted Miz. Oh, is for anyone fuck's going sake. to change their vote you know to, to So jump I have Miz to bandwagon. vote between
1: Jinder Mahal and the Miz. Yes. Yes. Oh for fuck's sake. You all are idiots give me the stupid Miz and move on. Let's yeah,
2: I was going to go with Miz too. God right. damn
1: it! I hate, I hate, I hate the show. I hate the show so much. I hate Aaron the most. <laughs> I hate the show the next most.
3: And, uh, you hate me a little.
1: I hate you. you. No, I hate you, like no, you, well, you. sometimes love I, sometimes, me. I, sometimes you love I do. When you
3: bring him food, he likes it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you didn't bring any food this
1: week. Ah, uh, for fuck's sake!
3: All right, next. Let's go to so something that it, it, there's going to be like ten different answers to this moment of the year. A uh, AJ, I believe you're first. Um,
2: Last time I said uh, when Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens.
3: Yeah, you said when Sami Zayn pulled uh, Kevin Owens out of the way.
2: Yeah. uh, Then we were talking just recently, and you just reminded me there was actually a moment that I actually was way more shocked by and surprised by. And that was Tommaso Ciampa turning on Johnny Gargano. And I think that was the moment of the year, to be honest. And I completely forgot about it until you brought it up. And that's why I was on the Hell of the Cell moment, which was still fantastic. The timing of that is incredible. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to change my vote to right. Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano.
1: When we did this last year, uh, when it came to show of the year, I couldn't dismiss my personal affinity for Battleground as far as the voting was concerned because we were there. And mm-hmm. just experiencing that moment um, in the middle of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, in the middle of the match! When the entire crowd started chanting, fight forever, which is obviously why I knew and and forever have said, that should have been last year's feud of the year. Guys, I've said that all along. I've always and forever said that Sami Zayn Kevin Owens should have been feud of the year last year. It's very clear that was always the way that I felt. I was very passionate about it. I'm gonna let you I've yourself. never suggested I'm gonna, anything else It should have you been Feud of the Year last it. year. It's <laughs> so good that you guys find that funny because no one listening finds that funny because they have no idea what <laughs> yeah. happened in the first segment that we did. Would you make an ass of
3: yourself? I was surprised you didn't replay it just because <laughs> <laughs> it was too good of a moment. It
1: was really good, but I couldn't recreate the, the majesty <laughs> of what I, I fucked up so bad in the first segment. It's, it's, it was a historic fuck-up. But I got redemption! And I nailed it this time. Nailed it. Were you the one? Did you, did you, did you said, like kick out the cord
3: for the computer? Yeah, or is that what happened here? I have
1: always said, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. You guys know that. I'm very, very clear. That should have been feud of the year last year. Oh, shit. Uh, all right. Now, this year... <laughs> um, my favorite moment, I, I, I thought about all of it. In the same way, it's a very personal thing. And if you just watched the show on uh, the network, you wouldn't have seen it. You wouldn't have understood. Um, I mean, you would have seen part of it, but you wouldn't have understood why it is it's my moment of the year. Uh, my moment of the year is Shinsuke Nakamura's final NXT match. It's um, at uh, TakeOver Orlando. And the reason why it is has a little bit to do with the match. The match was, itself was fine. Bobby Roode wins the match, and then you have the thank you, Shinsuke, as the, the show goes off the air. As we walked out of the arena that night, I have never experienced this. 18,000 people in a basketball arena, all walking out stoically, not celebrating, not high-fiving, not drunkenly, you know, ah, now let's go out and and party. Instead, 18,000 people all walked out of the arena singing along to Shinsuke Nakamura's theme music with no words sang along and, the,
2: and all of us and were doing
1: it everybody and it wasn't it wasn't like for a minute after the match ended it continued for say 30 minutes until we were all out of the arena and dispersed correct it was the most amazing thing
2: I've ever been a part of, like, as a wrestling fan. It,
1: it, it, the power of that, and it, it speaks to a couple things. One, because... And the, I, o-
2: the only time I've ever even had anything close to that is when, uh, at WrestleMania 30, in New Orleans, after the Daniel Bryan one, where they
3: were, people were just doing yeses I, the I, entire and, and walk. That's, I, I would put that over it, but, I mean, this you, was a fantastic... That's that, what I'm saying. Yeah. The,
1: this is something that... I, I, and it it's reflects on what we know was so special about Shinsuke Nakamura's NXT run, which is that Shinsuke Nakamura still gets to be Shinsuke Nakamura, and he still can be awesome, but... Nothing he's going to do moving forward can be as special as what we experienced when Shinsuke Nakamura showed up in NXT and stayed there for a little over a year. Um, it's the type of thing that we're going to talk about for forever as wrestling fans, is just how magical that stretch was. So for me, the moment of the year, and again, jaded by the fact that I was there and I, and I felt it, was Shinsuke Nakamura saying goodbye that night in Orlando and, and the reaction in the crowd. That was my moment of the year.
3: I consider it a bunch because I don't think there was necessarily a singular moment of the year. I thought last year it was very clear Shane returning was just so crazy, so shocking. We didn't really have that this year, that crazy, shocking moment like that. Uh, I considered... Uh, we
1: did have Kurt Hawkins' return. We did
3: so have So Kurt... let's show well, some respect. Hey, that that return did happen. I we had, we right. did have yeah. Jinder
2: Mahal as WWE champion.
3: I, that I mean, was that shocking. Was very <laughs> shocking. <laughs> except to see... Except, Migs. For Migs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> except for Migs. Except for Migs. I considered... That's right. I considered Braun turning over an ambulance. <laughs> that's a great one. I mean, that's a crazy moment. Yeah. What about what about Roman killing Braun in the back of the ambulance? Yeah. I mean, these things happen, though. <laughs> you don't <laughs> you know, they... just see them. I, like, okay. I, I really considered the Festival of Friendship, because that was wonderful. Um, I considered. Wait a second. That was in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, a long, long time ago. And speaking of a God, long, I thought long...
1: it was part back in two thousand six I gotta be honest with you. I thought it was in two thousand sixteen. Well, <laughs> when, when Kevin Owens and Chris, <laughs> and Chris Jericho had, had the second best feud of the year,
3: <laughs> <laughs> solid number two, <laughs> right behind Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Thank you guys. Know um, that. I also. As far as shocking moments go, how about Goldberg winning the title? Like You yeah. would have never thought that would happen. I'm not saying it was a good moment. I'm just but saying. By like, the time we get there, we got.
1: Oh, you're. No, but I thought by the time we got there, we all assumed that he was winning.
3: I was the yeah. only one who picked that match, by, by the way. I, but then not, if were, I remember
1: correctly, I said, they better not F this up. They better yes. not F this up. They better yeah. not F this, but this yes. up. But I knew in my heart of hearts again, they were going if, to But again, if it I, it
3: I told you on January 1st that Goldberg was going to win the title,
4: um, like, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
3: The w- moment I'm going with, though, is the one moment in the history of this podcast that we all texted each other and said, we kind of need to do a show, uh, an add-on right this second, because this news is to just To be fair, unreal. at that
2: time, I did not know that you guys were serious. <laughs> <laughs> but, and
3: then, and then I was like, oh, shit, this is just, all right. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's, it wasn't even necessarily an on-screen moment, but the the Twitter announcement that Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt were not going to be at TLC, and instead, AJ Styles was replacing Bray, and Kurt Angle was making his WWE return. Yeah, that was just an unreal kind of like what the. I mean, fuck especially is going considering
1: on? it was the comeback of the year. Right. I mean, obviously. <laughs> 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 fuck you.
3: Um,
1: I hear you. I it didn't. I I don't know. It doesn't ring the same way to me because it wasn't
3: an on-screen moment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I and mean, it just doesn't ring that way. But I hear you. I mean, it was big. There's no doubt about that.
0: All right, Miggs? I had a couple in my head. I mean, uh, I, I, one that made me rewind it multiple times was when Braun threw that giant, that rolling office chair at Roman Reigns. I thought that was just fantastic. Uh, Randy Orton, the look on his face when he threw the Sing Brother a little too hard and landed into the table, I thought that was fantastic as well. Uh, but I, and I, I had to Google it because I thought it was 2016, but I wanted to make sure and I was shocked that it was early 2017. But it has to be the Festival of Friendship. The, the way that it all built up, the way that it ended. We knew that the friendship was ending. We knew it was ending that night. But just the way that Chris Jericho delivered it, the, the look on, on Kevin, Owen, Kevin Owens' face the entire time, it was just – it was like pure poetry in the ring, the way they pulled it off. Even though we all knew what the ending was going to be, but we didn't know how they were going to get to the ending. And I, I just thought that entire moment was fantastic. I do
1: have to be honest. I'm pretty pissed none of you got me that painting for Christmas. Just want to put that out there. I assumed <laughs> I made it very clear that was what I wanted. And none of you got it for me. Blow so, me. you know, just want to put that out there. All right, so we have four different nominees. We all have to vote for something that isn't ours. Um, AJ, you were the first, so who's your vote?
3: Uh, Festival of Friendship.
1: Yeah, begrudgingly, I'll have to go that direction as well.
3: Not begrudgingly at all. I'm going Festival of Friendship. Yeah.
1: Mm, I mean, I, it should be mine. Mine's the correct answer, so it's begrudging <laughs> but because I'm not allowed to vote for mine. I'm going to do this. But I'm obviously right about all of these. I don't think
3: that's true. Well, you're right.
1: Well, nope, you're an asshole. Next.
3: Uh, Let's move over to the feud of the year.
1: Okay. Well, this one we're not going to F up. There's anything that I can trust. It's that you guys. You you guys suck. You fucked up feud of the year last year. As we all knew, (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Owens, Sammy Zayn, clearly the feud of the year. Um, This year the feud of the year produced uh, uh, multiple uh, match of the year candidates and uh, we'll get back to that I have no doubt. Uh, The feud of the year that delivered at all times remained red hot no matter how many times you went back to it because all of these guys are MVPs. They're all just absolute rock stars. Um the feud of the year unquestionably was the new day and the usos. There's just no debate about this whatsoever. They That's ev- not true. every time, well you're an idiot. Every time they got together, they they went to work. Um it's something that and even after they split the feud up, they still kind of had to keep the feud going because it was that good. Um it was perfection. It was excellent. This was the hottest in a in a time where there is great tag team wrestling all over the planet. Somehow Remember, and let's go back to another thing. Was there a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match at all WrestleMania weekend? No, no. It was the only belt that was not defended in the entire WWE WrestleMania weekend. And yet, it delivered us time and time again. Yeah. Match of the night. SummerSlam. Match Slam, of the pre, night. It was a
2: pre-show match. Correct. At SummerSlam. And it Correct. Was Save that and arg- we'll get back to it. Arguably us. the best match at SummerSlam. Yep. yep. Correct. Like, and... And honestly, probably was the best match of SummerSlam. The
1: Usos and the New Day are the obvious answer. Let's and that's not... why
2: when people say something's on the pre-show, I say, why yeah. does that matter?
1: Let's not even bother to have this conversation. Because, because just go ahead and tell me that I'm right, and we can move on.
3: You know what? We're gonna, I want to remind me to bring up a match later. All right. Okay. Very good. I'm going to argue with you You are an bit. idiot. You are not wrong at all that they... If <laughs> very good. Thank you very much, Steve Miggs. <laughs> that it... Uh... <laughs> Go. Okay. I'm taking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you you're, you're not wrong at all. That produced some great matches. The feud was wonderful. Here's the thing, though. At the same time this feud was going on, a different feud was dominating and was responsible for, for everything sake. that was happening on SmackDown Live. <sighs> Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon was what SmackDown Live was built around for the last half of the year. I, I loved New Day Super. and Usos, but it, this was the most Super important, s- the most important feud of the year. Was Kevin Owens, and it produced two amazing moments. By the way, one moment we didn't talk about: How about Kevin Owens beating the shit out of Vince McMahon? Yeah, yeah. you're talking about two of the most important moments of the mm-hmm. year coming off. Of this Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon, feed. as much as I loved the New Day and the Usos, it was phenomenal. It didn't mm-hmm. have two of the most important moments of the year. I
1: bet you think Taylor Swift deserved the uh, VMA more than Beyonce did. I bet you think that, too. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. I bet so you don't think uh... that Single Ladies was the greatest video <laughs> of all time.
3: Of all <laughs> time! I'm going
1: to let you finish. Go ahead. Kevin
3: Owens and Shane McMahon You're, is
0: the feud of the this year. This is so stupid. Migs, save us. <laughs> well i i do believe that taylor swift put out a better video no, ah, oh, um, boo this man was <laughs> <hell> <laughs> what a heel i'm I'm a, a swifty man i'm gonna stay in six uh, i like taylor, taylor
2: swift too but you
0: watch your have notes. you seen the single ladies video <laughs> yes <laughs> and i've also seen the usos and the new day put on consistently great matches to the point where I hope that feud never ends. That's how great they are. Uh, in fact, I believe that the Usos and New Day are going to come up in a few different categories, yeah. mainly the Usos. But both of those tag teams are, are a top of mind for a few other categories for me. But definitely Feud of the Year. The feud you. that I, oh. I, I love is the Usos and the New Day. My
1: God. Steve you guys, saves us. You, guys picked you know what? I've changed my mind about the Taylor Swift guys, thing, by guys, the way. I'm with him.
0: You guys have yep. picked two really good
2: feuds. Uh-huh. But you missed the big one. I, 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 you missed uh, the biggest one. Go ahead, the get the bell ready. Go ahead, get it ready. The Feud of the Year, which was not on the B Show. It was on the A Show. <laughs> Listen to you.
3: It well, was well, the, we'll be
2: discussing that later it on. It was on the A Show. And it was Roman Reigns
1: versus Braun oh, <laughs> Strowman. Sure was. Sure this was. A, yeah,
2: The man flipped mm-hmm. the ambulance that no, Roman was in. I remember. I, Roman... Then, put him in the back of an ambulance and backed it up into a tractor trailer at, <laughs> at 40 miles an hour to try to murder the man. I remember. Yes. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. they had matches with Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. hmm All the while, with The Undertaker going back and forth. hmm It was the feud of the year.
1: Yeah. Well, no. Okay, now. Uh, sure. Nigs and I are in agreement, so this kind of comes down to the two of you. Uh, where are you putting your votes? I
3: kind of wanted to switch ours to make them, uh, switch it, but, uh, no, I mean, I, I think that the New Day and the Usos was better than Reigns Braun, though, not by much.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with New Day the Usos. Ah,
1: thank fucking God. Ah. And that brings us to the part of the show that we had already recorded. So now, all the material you hear from this point forward will be surprising to us too nice it's fresh all right, we'll grab a break. When we come back in, we will finish up the jobbies. I'm Glenn, he's Aaron, he's Steve Miggs, and he's... The
2: main event.
1: AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. The Excel Early Phase Unit at
3: Harbor Hospital is looking for healthy males and females ages 18 to 85 to volunteer for a clinical research study. Length of participation and number of visits vary by study. If you qualify, you may receive compensation ranging from $1,200 to $8,500 upon completion. For more information, please visit... Visit our website or call 1-877-617-8839. Call now.
1: Back in here for segment number two. It is jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. Steve Miggs from 99.9 KISW and... Bruiser Brody and Defy and three two one Battle and uh, some hockey game on some street somewhere that he just invited <laughs> himself to and yeah. chose not to wear pants for some reason. Um, he's with us. And, of course,
2: the main event.
1: A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins. Uh, Mig, so that I don't forget, let's get some plugs in for you, man. What do you have going on? I know you were involved like a million things. I, I don't even know how you're married, frankly, because I feel like she would have to leave you at some point because you just abandon her at all times. But, well, uh, I think that's
0: why it works. Uh, the less she has to deal with me, the better That's actually a fair her, point. That's is. a
1: fair point, too. Uh, what yeah. can we
0: plug for you, brother? Uh, yeah, you know, a couple of quick things. Uh, the, the, if you're you in Seattle area this work. Friday night, if you want some great indie wrestling, it's a total punk rock, underground vibe that to 3-2-1 battle. Uh, your guys, former dude that you interviewed, Jeff Cobb, Mr. Athletic, yeah. going to be there. And that's going to be a great match. you taking on uh, the Black Sheep Dave Turner for the Seattle Underground Wrestling Championship. So that should be really good. Uh, uh, Darby Allen. And if you've never seen Darby Allen, the guy is a walking death wish when it comes to how he wrestles. I think I he's did. One legi- of
3: the- I think I did legitimately with- see him get put in a body bag at Evolve one time. Oh, Holy shit!
0: Oh, he sometimes comes out in a body bag, well, and that's, that's his entrance. That's- yeah. So the guy, he's great though. He's he's an incredible wrestler. He he's a high flyer. Uh, he's nuts. So if you have a chance for that, and then also in February. Uh, just go to defy com to get all the information, but, uh, defy 10, it's our one year anniversary. Uh, I'm the ring announcer and the host of defy wrestling. And what's what's the name of
3: it? Does it it have a good name?
0: Uh, I think it's just defy 10. Um, not as good as yo defy Graps. No, no, I don't think anything will ever be as good as that one. That was pretty awesome. Pretty good. Um, but we got Shane Strickland. He's going to be wrestling. Uh, it's going to be a a, a, a lot of great. ACH is going to be there as uh, well. Do Billy I remember King. seeing Matt,
1: Matt Seidel? Do I remember seeing that yeah. on
0: the? Matt, yeah, Matt Seidel is taking on Shane Strickland for the Defy Championship. That's, Pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Be, yeah, that's a, that. That match alone is going to be worth the price of admission. And you can go to defywrestling.com dot com to get the information. And a bunch of uh, matches are up there on you know on the in the internet uh, online. If you go to YouTube, they just put out a, a free match with. Um, uh, Darby Allin and Matt Cross taking on Red Dragon, one of their last matches before they went to NXT and it's a phenomenal match.
1: Awesome, awesome, very Soccer, cool. Red
3: Dragon and a good
1: yeah, match. Yeah, right, yeah stunner, right? yeah right <laughs> well that's great man, alright so we are halfway through the jobbies, uh, look back on professional wrestling or on the WWE frankly in 2017 Aaron, uh, what's next? Where do we go from here?
3: You know what, I want to start nicely, I'm hoping we can all agree on this one if we don't, I don't understand what's going on tag team of the year
1: Ah, uh, the tag team of the year is right. the Usos. The Usos. I mean, why do why are we going to bother with this?
3: AJ, you, you're going to disagree. You got a look on your face. I mean, the answer is the Usos. I, I, yeah. I
2: just think that, like, I think that the new the Usos were the tag team of the year strictly because they've always been great. It's just you know now people realize how great they are after thinking they were terrible a year ago. I mean. Um, uh, but I just want to give the new day their props. For the fact that their material, like what they do, hasn't changed in what? Three years? Yeah, correct. And they still are hot and relevant and everyone loves them. Well, that's true. Even when they're in a match with Rusev, like every other person on a ro- on the roster, if uh, like they're in a match with somebody that the crowd right. really, really likes no matter what.
1: Yep, they get booed. They yeah.
2: get booed. Yep. The, the New Day's in the match with Rusev Day. Rusev yep. Day's going to get his cheers, but New Day's going to get theirs, too. I hear you. And they did that with the Usos as well. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's because of how great they are. But Dude, the, I'm taking but nothing the, away from the New Day. But the winner of this year's Tag Team of the Year, I do believe, is the Usos.
1: All right. I just wanted to move past that. We can get ready. Yes. We can go back to doing the regular voting, but I All thought right. we could handle that quickly.
3: Well, then that's what I was hoping for before, because apparently this is going to be a little more contentious than I thought. Uh, brand of the Year.
1: Okay. So, Steve, I
0: believe you are up here. Branded, oh
3: man, I, I'm,
0: I'm, I, I just enjoy. I mean, I guess it's just personal preference. But I enjoy watching SmackDown more than any other brand, and I, I enjoy I watch Raw all the time. I watch NXT, and but for me, I just love the stars that are on SmackDown. I love the the, the amount of matches that we get to see. So, brand of the year for me, and I think some of the best storylines of the year have come from the SmackDown brand. So, I'm going with SmackDown and the pay per views too. I find myself enjoying their, their pay per views more than the Raw ones. So. All in all, I'm 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 leaning towards the SmackDown brand.
3: Well, AJ already said the A show was raw, so we'll move on
0: to no, that
2: right <laughs> no, that's not actually not like it is the A show, but that's A show because
1: of the star power. Okay, so he... what,
2: what do I watch the what do I watch wrestling for?
1: Roman Reigns. Well, yes. <laughs> but what so is going to be wrong. But what do I, what do I, what do I really want like, to I'm trying to think of this a trick question. The matches. The know.
0: matches, right? For the Bludgeon Brothers. <laughs> <now>. <laughs>
2: the matches. No brand had more great matches this year than SmackDown. Um, and SmackDown is my pick.
1: Look, I'd love to tell you that it's NXT. I just don't think... I, 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 if, this is so goofy. If Last had, year it could have been NXT. This year I don't if think. If so. they had just no. not fucked up the goddamn blood feud of the year, I'd probably be yeah. voting for for NXT. But they fucked it up and ruined robbed that for me. And no offense, I'm I'm not mad at Drew McIntyre in any way.
3: Kind of seems like
1: it Drew McIntyre is great, but
3: you were, were rooting for his injury, you bastard. No, not in any
1: world. Um, they just effed that up, so I I I can't. It, the answer SmackDown, yes.
3: Uh, yeah, actually, I don't think that necessarily it had the most best matches, because I think NXT had a ton of fantastic matches this year, but it's SmackDown. Storyline-wise, match-wise, just everything together, it SmackDown was the brand of the year.
1: All right, very good. That was easy. That was easy. So we continue on. Uh, the Jobbies. Uh, AJ is up first this time.
3: Yep. Yeah, this one, uh, this one's a tough one. We'll see. Uh, show of the year.
1: Yeah, this Ooh. is tough for me, too,
2: man. Uh, it's not very tough for me. The show of the year was SummerSlam. Without a doubt. It had arguably the match of the year. Mm-hmm. It had in the other. Pre-show. On the in the On the pre show. <laughs> right. It gave you Brock Lesnar in the main event. It gave you many, many, many great matches in between.
4: Yeah.
2: And on top of that, it gave you. It, it was the culmination of a fantastic weekend in which the night before, everybody was saying, there's no way SummerSlam is going to be better than NXT. And was there a match on SummerSlam better than Aleister Black versus Velveteen Dream? No. But was the entirety of the show better?
1: Yes. Aleister Black, Velveteen Dream was war games. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm
2: thinking. Of, um, what was the uh, the big match in Brooklyn?
1: Uh, Brooklyn was, hang on, I'll tell you in one second. I'm, I'm already forgetting myself. Uh, yeah. By the way, War Games is gonna be my pick, but I'll I'll, I'll get to that. Uh, Brooklyn Three. God, I can't believe this is how much of my brain. Is is it, uh, Oscar.
2: It was, Oscar was Al- Alistair, Alistair Black versus uh, who was he facing in that? Well,
1: it was, was Oscar's match? final match. It was
3: yes. almost b- right. Black was it Black? No, that was uh, uh Black was and Hitami. Bla- no, that was a good match. Uh, that was a good
1: match. Uh, McIntyre and Rude. No. almost Gargano.
3: That one, almost Gar- Gargano yeah. was was very good. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I yeah, I'm fine, right? They were all they were all good. It was a good show. I'm with I'm with you that that SummerSlam was definitely better than Takeover Brooklyn. I'm with you on that. Yes. Um, my pick for show of the year ended up being WarGames, and and I again I'm going to go to some of the things that I fell back to when I think we did this the first time, and I said that it was one of my, my favorite wrestling show ever was the i guess i didn't even vote voting for i voted for battleground yes yes so i didn't even vote for what i said was my favorite wrestling show ever right because i fell back on the night that i was there look war games was one of those nights where i thought i didn't give a shit i just thought i didn't give a shit i was not concerned about it i was not interested i was not you know i was just like well i'm gonna watch it because we're gonna watch it but I, i was not all in and while sure Lars sullivan and cassius ono was nothing that was a dud uh the rest of the night was amazing and included a War Games match that I told you guys, I did not give a flying F about that match. Because it was awkward. It was an awkward combination of people that weren't faces or heels, that were sort of all thrown into a match together. Uh, nothing was really on the line in the yeah. match, and you know I don't care for that. I like there being, you know... That's your stick. That's that's Yeah, that's my thing. And yet, I found myself saying... Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Also keep in mind, I didn't give a fuck about war games because it came from an era that I was not, I, I, I had no affinity for war games to fall back on. Um, it was my favorite night, expectations versus what was delivered. We all know how great Aleister Black and Velveteen and Dream, Velveteen Dream his was. Name. I'm sorry, you're right, say his name. Um, it was amazing. The War Games match was amazing. Ember Moon's moment was something that you had been waiting for for a long time, and you still didn't know that you were going to get. Remember, we, we all kind of talked about it and said yeah, it, it feels like they're going to go a different direction, maybe go Billy Kay, mm-hmm. you know, make her chase a little bit longer, something like that. Instead, you got a very, very fitting moment there. I thought it was just the perfect show, so War Games ended up being my pick for show of the year.
3: Uh, I went with an NXT show as well. I did not go with War Games. I went with the show that I felt... AJ, you said it had the moment of the year at the end of or the Chicago. night. Chicago. I went with Chicago where, you know, you said it had the moment of the year where yeah. Ciampa turned on Gargano. It has my personal NXT match of the year in Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bates. Great I mean, pick. it was a
1: good one, but it ain't, that's, it ain't the NXT
3: match of the year. It, it's it's it, definitely not. It, yeah. it, in my mind, it is. It had some great matches. It had a match. I remember you coming off of it saying this was the best women's match I saw yeah. in 18 months in Oscar yes. versus Nikki Cross versus Ruby. It, Riot. it had right. a great, you know, the, the blood feud, Roderick strong versus Eric young there. Yeah. It had mm-hmm. everything you wanted in a show. I'm going with NXT takeover, Chicago. Great pick.
0: Nice. I was actually uh, torn between both of those takeovers. And I, I started thinking that my boss is also a big wrestling fan. And a lot of times, I'll go in that next Monday or whatever. And he will say, Hey, which matches should I watch? Cause he doesn't typically watch all of NXT. And I think about the one where I said, you know what, just watch it from the beginning to the end. And that was war games. I have to say that that was the show of the year from, from top to bottom. That was just an incredible night of wrestling. One that I went back and watched again after it was over and watched it the next week, just because I enjoyed every match that much. I mean, there's it's crazy. Cause I don't think of NXT as being the brand of the year. And I think we all agreed on that, but they consistently had some great shows from top to bottom, when, yeah. when, when when they when they had to step it up and do a quote unquote pay per view show, there was they never. Delivered. Right. We never we never walked away going, ah, that was lackluster. Maybe there was a couple of matches that weren't all that great, but the War Games
3: one from top to bottom was fantastic, so that's my pick.
1: All right, so this is going to kind of come down to you, too. Uh,
3: yeah. I'm switching to War Games. As am
1: I. All right, yeah. very good. There it is. Nice. War Games is the winner. I mean,
3: the best
2: match of the year was on NXT War
3: Games. Yeah, We'll get to that. We will get yeah. to we'll, that. We'll, we'll you... get to that uh, in, a, in a few right here. Yeah. We are getting to the matches of the year coming up, so we will start with the tag match of the year.
1: Um, I... We go, uh, wait, who is it?
3: My, I think it's...
1: No, it's me. Right, okay. it's me. Uh, We've danced around it all night. There's, I don't think there, there's much debate to be had here. Um, the oh, Usos... there is.
2: No, there's, there's... Oh, there's definitely debate. There's, there's debate. Okay,
1: we can have the debate that you want to have. The Usos and the New Day on the SummerSlam pre-show was the tag team match of the year. That mm-hmm. was the tag team match of Fantastic match. It that
2: brought a very good match. the
1: fucking house Best down. Best
2: match yep. on SummerSlam's
3: card. It was... Well, I disagree with that, because I, I think the main event was actually a little better. But the main we'll, event we'll was great,
2: but the, the super kick out of... It was wonderful. Out of uh, Xavier Woods going for the elbow across the ring is one. <laughs> speaking of timing, yeah. is one of the greatest moments in the history of wrestling.
1: Yeah. Um, it was everything. I can't believe we're going to debate this, but that's the answer, and we can we're move ga- forward.
3: We're going to debate this not because I disagree that the Usos and the New Day are wonderful, but yeah. I think they had a better match. I do too. I think their Hell in a Cell match. It was a good was one. That's my tremendous. pick as well. I think that that match, it (laughs) redefined Hell in a Cell. We didn't know exactly what they would do because we thought, you know, it's Hell in a Cell. We've seen so much, and they've figured out ways to redefine what Hell in a Cell is, the way they trapped people in this cell. They did new things. It was a revelation, and that, even though I I really also considered the uh, Authors of Pain DIY and Revival from TakeOver Orlando, Great match. that match was tremendous as well. I thought the Hell in a Cell match was uh, was what it was. Steve Miggs. I I like that I,
0: that's the funny thing. I list I have a, a bunch of different tag team matches that I would pick as my favorite and they're all Usos versus New Day, <laughs> but the one that sticks out is the same as Glenn's and 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 that I wasn't ex- I, I don't know, you're just like, "Oh, pre-show, okay." And I'm on the edge of my seat the whole I, time. I also think by it's the way match.
1: I think after the I, I'm not trying to take anything away from the, the Hell in a Cell match. I expected that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be that good. Yeah. I did not know how good yeah. a pre show match at SummerSlam was going to be. And that it was impacted. The best match of the night. It impacted why, like, holy shit, that's the one that sticks with me.
2: And that, I mean, that, sh- that on the pre show was the reason why I picked SummerSlam as the match, I mean, the, the pay per view of the year, because that was an um, amazing start, and then every match after that was crazy.
1: All right, well, you have to, to cast a vote for this.
3: If I have to pick. If you I? vote for Hell in a Cell, it's a tie. Which is kind of fitting for this sort of thing.
2: Uh I mean, I literally do Hell in a Cell was my pick. Okay. All right.
3: I said that already.
1: Fair enough. We can't we can't <laughs> yeah. we can't break that. There it's you a, go. It's a
3: tie, I, I think that's pretty fitting to have. <laughs> no,
1: I disagree. But yeah. <laughs>
3: Why don't you change your pick then?
1: Like well, I can't change my pick. Why I'm, can't you?
3: He would well, switch I, to just, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yeah I mean
1: like switch to well, I don't cell. want it to be the individual winner. I want if, if it's between having a tie <laughs> or having that as a winner I don't understand what you're trying to get me to do you here. You should
2: pick Hell in a Cell and then we'll have one winner. I
0: don't want to have one winner because it's not the one I want. <laughs> he wants it to be SummerSlam <laughs> to be the one you? winner. What the hell's wrong
1: with you? All right, the go man ahead.
0: beast does not acquiesce. I don't understand what we're doing
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Give up
0: my vote? Just vote for the
1: other guy? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want me to do? Yeah. I'm sticking with Roy Moore. Oh,
4: wait,
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> There were irregularities.
3: <laughs> there were Mexicans voting. Yeah. Oh,
1: sorry. Go ahead. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I don't know where I. I'm delusional because we've been doing this show for so fucking long.
3: Uh, <laughs> it does feel like a long time. It, oh my god. It's been a while. Uh, female. <laughs> you think
1: it's been a long time? We talked to Tory Wilson yesterday. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Holy smokes. Uh,
1: uh,
3: female match of the year. I think I'm starting. Maybe. I. I. We'll, we'll just go with it. Uh. There were there were a few. Kids. Yeah, this was really tough. Th- there was tough. Um, and I think that, unlike last year, I think last year it was very clear that the main roster beat NXT. This year I think it was the other way around. And I think when it comes down to it, the Brooklyn match between Asuka and Ember mm-hmm. told the best story. It had the best moments. There were a few, you know, I didn't necessarily like the fact that she kicked out of the Eclipse. That That's a small thing. I think that that was the match that Really encapsulated everything on whoever you have as the female NXT Star of the Year, whether it's Asuka and Ember. Oh, that sake. match brought everything into it. So I'm going with that one.
0: Steve miggs Yeah, I'm looking at all the ones I wrote down. I have none from the main roster. I have, I have a handful from the may Young Classic, but they're all so interchangeable. But the one that stands out is just like Aaron, uh, the, the Asuka Amber Moon takeover in brooklyn was phenomenal um so i'm gonna have to lean towards that as a match of the year but the honorable mention to carrie sane versus tessa blanchard that was such an awesome match during uh the 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 may young classic it's one that i went back and watched a couple times
2: yeah, um, I wanted to give an honorable mention to Kyrie Sane versus Bianca because that
1: is <laughs> yeah. so funny, that, by the way. I'm just going to say this to get away with. My vote is for Kyrie Sane versus Tony Storm. <laughs> just so you <laughs> yeah, know, just Tony that's Storm. what I have written yeah, down here. Is so great. Great. This is not a bit. I wrote down <laughs> yeah. Tony Storm, Kyrie Sane yeah. as my female match of the year.
0: Uh, but And her against Dakota Kai was great, too. Yeah. 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 Yes. Um, but
2: uh, if I have to pick one match that I think was the female match of the year, you guys are half right. So far Oscar's in it, but it's the last woman standing match with Nikki cross. When uh, yeah. was really good, when, <laughs> it was a great match where they do the suplex off the ladder through the table. Mm-hmm. And Oscar's able to roll to her feet. It is one of the biggest moments, like, like f- endings of a match. i of a woman's match. I've ever seen.
1: Um, It's a really good one. Uh, unfortunately, you and I are going to have to decide if we want to just give it to, to take over or not. Basically. That's what it comes down to. You either have to vote for Tony Storm and Kyrie Sane, or you have to vote for that. I give it to him. All right. Very good. There we go. We've handled that. All right. Now, <sighs> next.
3: Here we go. Uh, match of the year.
1: Well, 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 well. I believe um, Migs. Steve Miggs, yeah.
0: Gosh, I, mean, I have, all, as you guys probably do, too, a bunch. And the one that first stuck out, and I had to go back and watch it again today— just to make sure, because I remember at really? Royal Rumble, AJ Styles, John Cena, and I thought, list. "Good luck for the rest of the year topping that." But it's been a year, so mm. I had other ones in mind, including Alistair Black versus Velveteen Dream. That the, the, the War Games as well. I really enjoyed. Uh, but I went back and watched that one again today, and just I forgot how freaking amazing it was with more Ronaldo calling it. Just the, the the crowd was so hot for that match. I mean, it felt like. What it would have probably felt like if Flair took on Hogan when they were in their prime. I mean, it was something that everyone always wanted. Here we got to see two of the best superstars go at it. I mean, granted, they did a few other matches as well, but that one just felt like the ultimate. And that, to me, is the match of the year. It's going all the way back to the Royal Rumble, AJ Styles versus John Cena. It's a good one. It was really good.
1: Go ahead.
2: There's one answer. Go ahead. It's the Velveteen Dream versus Aleister Black. That was the match of the year. It was the best told story of the year. It is the best told story since Sasha Bailey Brooklyn. Period. End of Um, sentence. That was the best match this year.
1: I mean, I don't want to have to be this guy, but uh, AJ's right. (laughs) AJ's right. What's wrong with you? (laughs) How can you ever admit that? (laughs) As good, and I don't want to take anything away. uh, Cena style. Was amazing. Honestly, when I started, it's so funny because when I started this, I just wrote that down right when i started doing this i just uh-huh. wrote that down and then i s- sat and i just wanted to think about it a little bit more and then i said oh right <laughs> and then i was like is this a theory of recency thing do i have a recency bias going on and i said no ultimately nothing and, and while i know that you say you're more of a uh, you know the actual match and the athletic performances i am a storytelling that's my thing
4: mm-hmm.
1: and mm-hmm. it's the best told story in a match that i have seen in I don't know how long. It was perfection. It was perfection in telling a story. You literally
2: could not have ended that feud any better. Well, and, and I think it's more important, too. And the, they both came out good. Right. Even oh, after agreed. the
1: loss to Velt with um, He came out hotter. Right. Just because he said his name. The story, it's also really important to say this. It is, for whatever reason in professional wrestling, it is very difficult for them to tell a great story without there being a title at stake. This nothing. There was nothing at stake in that match. Say my name. That's it. That simple premise. Say my name. And yet it was the best story. <laughs> Who's the master? That, yeah, <laughs> that they told. Um, so as as good as, and I don't want to take nothing away. I think it's going to be most people's votes for match of the year. But I, I can't I can't go away from it. The match of the year and the best story that I've seen told in a match in I don't know how long. Um, Velveteen Dream and Alistair Black is my vote.
3: I loved that match. I absolutely loved that match. Um, I, I also considered Stiles Cena. As I mentioned before, I thought Dunn bait, as far as from a, you know, what was yeah. the best, like, technical that, match? To me, that is the second best match of the year. Like, like, if you're just looking at what are the best X's and O's matches there, like, you cannot tell. It was the perfect, le- there was so yes. much perfection about it. But when I went through this, I simply asked myself one question What match brought me the most joy as a wrestling fan? what match made me the happiest? What match made me go, holy shit, I can't believe I'm getting this. I can't believe, th- you know, they're doing this. And it was Taker versus Roman at WrestleMania. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Brave versus Orton. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. The
3: came out. Holy shit,
1: I can't believe they're doing this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was the SummerSlam main event. It was, guys, just, oh, we, cool. we went into this, and we were saying, like, there's no way, because like, They'd have to kill a guy for it to match the expectations based on the way. And then they basically killed a guy. They, 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 <laughs> yeah. they guarded Lesnar off. They were throwing each other around. I think Glenn said it best. We had the highest expectations going to it possible. There is no way it could have possibly be matched. And it exceeded those expectations Correct. somehow. So that match, to me, I coming out of it, I was ecstatic. I was euphoric coming out of that match. So for me, that was the match of the year. All right. So but how did you not vote for SummerSlam for fucking... Because really, I because I I thought there were more big moments, more big matches. I thought everything was good. Geez. I thought SummerSlam had a the, few lows. The
1: question becomes: What are the two of you boys going to do about this?
0: Um, I'm so oh, no so no, it was no a tough one. Oh,
1: me, no, sorry. you you you, you wait, wait, just real quick. Um, y- y- I, no, go ahead, go ahead, Migs, go ahead. I'll we'll talk about it.
0: Uh, Go ahead. I was I was torn on. I mean, I was leaning very close towards going with the Velveteen Dream versus Alistair Black. So I'll switch over to that one. All right, so that we can it have that. Be the it kind of doesn't matter. Of the year. Yeah. yeah. All okay. right.
1: Very good. Yeah. Then, then no worries. No worries. We're all hmm. we're all good. We're all on board.
3: All right. Next. This one's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see how people take this because you could take it in a lot of directions. Female WWE Superstar of the Year.
2: Um, right, there's one
3: answer. That's on
2: me too, right? So me. I mean, me. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alexa yep. Bliss is the answer. Yeah.
3: Yep, thank Alexa you. I, Bliss. I, I didn't know if Glenn was going to try to look, argue for Oscar, I, I, and I would have let him do so. <laughs> and
1: by right. the way, I want to make something clear. <laughs> I and you can see it again. I wrote Oscar, okay? Yeah. For female NXT, I wrote f- top one is female superstar of the year. What does it say?
2: Says Alexa Bliss. I don't. She's a two-time SmackDown Women's Champion. I think it's a two-time Raw Women's
1: Champion. If we hadn't included a female NXT category, if this was just
3: Female Superstar of the Year and combined the two, you're right. It's Asuka.
1: I, I. This is a very tough line for me to like. We put a separate Female NXT Superstar of the Year, so I kind of have to ignore that. And on the main roster, there was no debating who it was. So Alexa Bliss got my vote.
3: Okay,
2: I'm with you guys. It's Alexa. All
1: right. Very good. And and how
2: her? great is that, that jobbing out uh, former, I guess, interviewer?
1: She was a guest with us just two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Literally two weeks ago, she was on this program. We're,
2: but do you think
1: we'll ever get her back? I hope. Um, I think she actually
2: because really had next, a great time with us. Next time, we got to tell her that she won w- That's right. That's yeah, right. We yeah, got yeah, yeah, to mail her a no, I No, I got the sense she actually.
1: Unlike, <laughs> I'm I'm like, I got to be honest, I didn't think Naomi had that much fun with us. Like, I, yeah. I gotta be honest, I was a little disappointed by that one. I thought Charlotte had a great time with us. Charlotte did. I thought Alexa had a great time with us. I didn't a- get And as sense- you'll
3: find out, Tori Wilson... Tori Wilson had
1: a great time with us, yeah, absolutely. Wilson. No doubt about that. All right, Um. A real quick, for some reason you skipped Jobber of the well, Year. Well, I was
3: saving that for last, because that's the most important oh, okay. pro right, of the year. Come enough. on. Fair enough. Um. So we will go something that I think is just as hard as the male NXT. Male WWE Superstar brutal. of the Year. My it, this God, is, it's brutal. Yeah. Uh, it's this you. is me? Look, I, I'm not...
2: There's one
1: answer. No, I know what you're going to (laughs) say. We can have a lengthy debate about this. Ultimately, the best wrestler on the face of the planet um, is the guy that gets my vote. And ultimately, the guy that keeps me tuning in week in and week out. And I know what you guys are going to say about The Miz, and I know where he's going to go with Roman Reigns. And that's fine. (laughs) Um, But ultimately, the guy that delivers every fucking time, everything he does. Yeah, that
2: sounds familiar. (laughs)
1: The guy sounds that, very familiar: The guy that keeps you tuning in at all times, and the guy that was the face of the show that we all agreed is the best brand. Um, it's because it's A.J. Styles. AJ. Styles continues to Great deliver pick. time in and time out, and you know, I, I get how you feel about other guys, but I think we're kidding ourselves if we think that like if this is an MVP award, we're not having the debate. He's the MVP of all of professional wrestling. AJ Styles is the answer.
3: Well, if you care the most about matches and only care about the matches, you have to vote for AJ Styles. That's not true. So, because you know he's the best wrestler. So that's not true. I don't just care about that. Um, the Miz is a very worthy candidate. I, he was phenomenal this year. Um, I'm not voting for the Miz either. I almost voted for Braun Strowman because Braun Strowman would have been a great pick. We we've said it all. be provided. You know, he was the guy you were tuning in to just say, what the hell is he going to do next? But in thinking about this, I thought, who encapsulated, who had some of the best feuds of the year? Who had some of the most moments of the year? Who had some great matches as well, though I don't know if I'd necessarily say he had any of the matches of the year, but he provided so much to me throughout so many different ways, too. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens started with the feud with Jericho, which was. If it had gone on any longer, that would have been the feud of the year. Yeah. It provided the moment of the year in the Festival of Friendship. Yeah. Provided possibly the gimmick of the year in WWE, the face of America. Yeah. That was tremendous. And now has another feud of the year candidate with Shane McMahon providing another great moment in him getting pulled off the cell and and beating up Vince McMahon. And and now about to be with AJ Styles. Yeah. And he had a great feud with AJ Styles in the middle of the summer. Kevin Owens was the total package this year and provided the most sheer entertainment week in and week out in right. wwe you're right
0: all right steve miggs <laughs> Look, I mean, a, a, any man that can have unprotected sex with maurice is the superstar of the
1: you're not wrong you make that argument are you suggesting there's another type of sex <laughs> 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 to be honest with you, I am not familiar.
0: Since <laughs> a married then. Uh, uh, so yeah, I, honestly, yeah, I, that's I because I'm my married. List of like match of the year, uh, people, and I'm looking at like, you know, AJ versus Cena. I'm looking at AJ versus Shane. I'm looking at AJ versus Finn at TLC. AJ and Brock was awesome at the Survivor Series. I, I AJ Styles is the superstar of the year. He's the best, and he is the face that runs the place. And and, and yeah, it's, it's it, to me, it's a no-brainer.
1: All
2: right, you say it's a no-brainer.
1: <laughs> I wonder. Who, oh, I wonder who AJ's going to oh, vote for. Boy. You guys. I wonder. Right. Let's get through. Um, Y'all ever been to church?
2: <laughs> Go ahead. Have you? Have you guys ever considered the fact that <laughs> that the guy who actually carries RAW uh-huh. week in and week out, uh-huh. and more consistently than not, oh yeah, has the best match of the night. Oh, I- oh, by the way. <laughs> By the way, I forgot. Let's start the new year early. Uh what was the best match
1: <laughs> on Raw this Monday? Um, um I God, I just can't remember. I gotta be honest with no, no, you. It's not it's not coming to me. Well, actually, you know what? Was it for a certain I, belt? You know what, no, you know what? I gotta be honest with you. I know you're gonna you're gonna kill me over this. I think the best match on Monday night was John Cena and Elias. I do. I think it was Great the best match. Match on Monday night. Great but match. I think that was good. Was the best.
2: it was it better than Roman Reigns I understand it was Samoa a very good one. It was a very good one. Title? I,
1: I think, don't think so. I think the best match on Monday night was actually John Cena. And by the way, what it is, I'm willing to tell you, but I don't think it was this week. <sighs> I think John Cena Elias was the best match. So I'm just saying that. That's all.
3: What about you, Aaron? I, I really liked the Elias-John it Cena match. Really I'll, I'll oh, shock really of honest. the year. Internet nerds,
2: disrespect Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have saw no that coming? It's John like Cina. I... <laughs> yeah, right. We chose John <laughs> Cena. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You guys, oh, you yeah. guys hated. Cesaro
3: and Seth Rollins. Just like yeah. you guys hated Elias. Anyway,
1: <laughs> I never hated Elias. You did. You well, I just did not get it. I, drift just I never said drift that. Away.
3: You did say you didn't get Elias. I did say
2: I didn't drift get it. Drift
1: away. Drift away. All right, away. go ahead.
2: Go ahead. Roman Reigns is the pick for
3: super, male superstar of the year.
1: Stunner. All right, so this comes down to the two of you.
3: I'm not picking Roman Reigns. I'm picking AJ Styles.
1: All right, there you go. AJ Styles is the superstar of the year. Sorry, pal. You had it you nearly got us though. I gotta be honest with you. We were right on the edge. We nearly,
3: very nearly joined you there. All right. And finally The most important category on the jobbies.
1: I'm so glad we included this.
3: Last year's winner was our truth. Who is the most prestigious person in jobbing out history? That's a
1: fact. <laughs> There's number one is our truth. Number two is Alicia Fox. But this
3: year he wasn't really a jobber. He, no, he he wasn't great. So we're gonna. I think we're gonna have a new champion here. So I'm I'm curious about this one because I have well, no come idea. Come
1: on, are you kidding me? There's one answer to this. Is what are there? you doing? There's
3: one answer. What are you doing, dude? So well, let, what? Are let's you say, doing? jobber of the year.
1: Uh, well, you're first.
3: Am I first? Yeah. Yeah. I really I want to take this in a funny way just so I can give this guy an award because he deserves an award because he's wonderful and he deserves an award and he's lost a hell of a lot this year. Rusev. Okay. Great I'm pick. giving I mean, it to Rusev. He was Rusev. a jobber for most of the year. Oh, well, and Let's good. be very clear about this. Yeah. And he is wonderful because he's Rusev. So I don't care what anybody else says. It's Rusev.
1: Okay. God bless Karen. you. Go
3: ahead, Steve Miggs. Oh, man.
0: Um <laughs> You know, I'm going with someone just recently that just pops into my head because I've enjoyed what he's been doing. Just And, it, I mean, tech, he's been jobbing the people, so it's Elias. To me, he's the jobber of the year. The, the last few matches he's had with John Cena, with Braun Strowman, with Roman Reigns have been fantastic, and he and he loses every time. The guy puts on great matches and doesn't need to win. He's the jobber of the year.
2: Yeah, um, there's <laughs> one answer, but I do want to take a moment to say the real jobber of the year, mm-hmm. if, if we were actually like giving this out to who had the best year... As a jobber, the answer is Jenner Mahal.
1: No, I mean, right, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah okay, but if
2: you win the WWE title, you can't be a jobber. You love to right, say right. three yeah. months before then he it, was jobbing yeah, after, after yeah, right. the right. after You yeah, right. love to say that shit. No, it's it's very true. So, so true. he was a jobber this year. Uh, but uh, the answer is James Elton. I, I don't know how we're doing this. The
1: answer is James I don't know why this is a thing.
3: Here's why. What about Curt Hawkins? I mean, Curt Hawkins was, I thought, the way we're going. James did. I mean, how many matches did he have this year?
1: Um not. It, not as many as he had the I was in say, the, the I think, two months before. I think before he might that.
3: have had the one match against Becky Lynch and that might have been it.
1: Yeah, but he he was a jobber. That's his I understand what you're saying.
3: That's why I didn't say it. His
1: that... his role, while was yes technically became jobber. it was also to get his ass kicked. His role was to be the punching bag. By the way, I, I apologize. Literally,
2: he could not come on screen without them mentioning right. his job. Uh,
1: so the answer is James Ellsworth. If you guys want to vote otherwise, you can. But the answer is James Ellsworth. And if you don't agree, I, we're just going to move on. Uh, two weeks ago, I alluded to the fact that I had known where James Ellsworth was going to be making his debut. I think he actually made it public the next day, and so I felt like a real jerk. And I forgot to mention it last week. Um, But ACW is back. Uh, James Ellsworth, that is his company. uh, That's how we got to know James Ellsworth a few years ago, is through ACW and ACW Returns. And they're doing something big in their return. Um, It'll be James Ellsworth's first appearance um, outside of the WWE. It will be at Michael's 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie on February 16th. Um, it not only features James Ellsworth and another friend of the program, Dwayne Gilbert. The Rock Gil. Did you see them together <laughs> at the Ravens game? Yeah, they were, were tailgating Ravens. the other day at the Ravens that game. That was awesome. Um, it will also feature one Austin Aries Ooh. as well really? as one Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, All will be at ACW on February 16th at Michael's 8th Avenue, AdrenalineWrestling.com in order to get your tickets. Unfortunately, I believe the timing of this is that literally the day that, that his contract is up. So I don't know that we will have James on before the show, but we will have James on again as soon as he's allowed to. His uh, WWE contract that takes him through literally like this date uh, is when he's able to do this show. But that will be uh, his next work will be at uh, Michael C. Avenue, and it should be an awesome time for ACW on uh, February 16th. So I want to get a plug in for our buddy there. Um, are you guys? So, really I mean, the man this? literally I, was not, a dog this year.
3: I, I'm not going to really fight James no, okay, Ellsworth. The only reason I didn't have it is because he. I, I, I just pulled thank, it up. He lost you. two matches on TV this, this year. Don't care.
1: Don't <laughs> care.
3: He was a the, dog.
1: The answer is James Ellsworth. He Correct. was a dog. Yes, he was, He performed on a leash.
3: <laughs> he was a dog.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jan- answer is James Ellsworth.
3: Dog. All right. He climbed up. He climbed up uh, the ladder and got the briefcase. That for is her. true too.
1: That is true too.
3: One people we didn't mention, but we have to in this category, this thing brothers.
1: I mean, it's true. Yeah. It's true. No doubt about that. Yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, and, I mean,
3: Kurt Hawkins. We got to give honorable mention. I to him. mean,
1: I mean, he nobody like, loses hey, quite you, like Kurt Hawkins. You said it
3: has to be Oscar. She does nothing but it's win. True. So he how does can it not be Kurt You Hawkins. make a
1: good point. You <laughs> make a good point. All right, uh, Steve Miggs, We love you. Uh, have a wonderful New Year. Uh, I believe Did you. You are, you are up again for happy Royal Kwanzaa. Rumble. So yeah, Happy Kwanzaa. Absolutely. I believe you're up again for the rumble, so we will talk to you then. And uh, do you have any parting uh, message for Alex Riley?
0: Uh I'll see you at WrestleMania, brother. There you go. There we go. <laughs> you One man will be on the roof and the other man, I guess, will be dead. <laughs> 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 be the and
3: that's, tag, that's, that's the greatest true. tagline in history. So we gotta get posters They're on the yeah. roof. We gotta and get on the post- other, resume, I, guess we'll I guess we'll be dead. <laughs> That, that's the tagline like, of the century I, right there. Right. How many floors is this building that we're staying in? Who needs the no granddaddy doubt. of them all when you have this? Don't
2: worry. We're going to put our mattresses on the ground.
1: <laughs> oh. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: like
1: then m- that clearly. like mixed From fold. the third floor to fall onto a single yeah. mattress. You're good.
3: You're yeah, we're, totally we're, we're, good. We're setting up a few tables to break your fall. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> and, and a sheet as a parachute.
0: It's a parachute. No
1: house. doubt. <laughs> All right, at I'm Steve Miggs is how you follow yeah. him. Love you, buddy. Um, when we come back in, we will chat with Tori Wilson. Oh Doesn't get God. a whole lot better than that.
2: She is a very nice person.
1: I'm uh, Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's. The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. <laughs> What we do with our lives defines us, so consider a path that gives you an array of opportunities for your future. The U.S. Army gives you skills and experiences that make you a well-rounded person. With many ways to serve that align with your goals, you'll become a stronger individual. Find out more at GoArmy.com.
0: You may qualify for up to a $40,000 signing bonus. Start your future today at www.goarmy.com slash football.
1: There's strong, then there's Army strong. Paid for by the United States Army. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course... The main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins, well, this is a delight. Yes, not, it is. Not much of a better way to, to, to do the final show of 2017 than I to talk to... Of one. No, no. One of the most beloved uh, superstars in both WWE and WCW history, and frankly, just on the face of the planet. Let's True. just be honest about that. I don't know what else I can say. She is the incomparable Tori Wilson, and she joins us now here on Jobbing Out. Tori, it's an honor. Thank you so much for taking the time, and a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you.
5: Oh, my God. Merry Christmas. You guys are, wow. If I just need a list, I just need to call you guys.
1: I, seriously? You can that that as on. as you'd like. Will you promise? <laughs> <laughs>
5: this might be a weekly thing now. Yeah. Oh,
1: my, don't tempt us. We'd have more don't listeners. Don't tempt us.
2: I promise that one. All
1: right. So I'm going to I'm gonna set this up because I asked AJ, um, because we are such nerdy fans, and I could not believe when he said, By the way, I, I think I've got Tory Wilson for next week's show. We've got a lot of guests on this show.
3: Sixteen WWE Hall of Famers. We've never had Tory Wilson. Not once. Wow. Well yeah. but, and she's a future WWE yeah, Hall of Famer. Correct. So just put Absolutely. her on the list already.
1: So I said, AJ, how did you get in touch with Tory Wilson? And and he said, Well, I'm gonna save it for the show. Yeah. So Let's do this now.
2: All right, well, so as you guys know, when I say I'm the main event, I yeah, don't say that something as a, like I don't that. say that as a moniker. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I really am the main event of everything yeah. that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as you may or may not know, I've been getting into some acting. Um, you know, especially with how well my music is going, I'm about to set up a tour. Um, I have been hooked up with a wonderful woman named Annette Dominguez, uh, in LA who, uh, does, she's basically, she calls herself the model consult. Okay. Um, and she works she's for you, she works for an agency called naturally fit. And I am the only person signed to that, uh, agency that has, uh, more than three, Percent body fat on their body. <laughs> um, every, every, everybody. She literally sent me this dude. She was like, "You should look at this guy's name is Trav Beach Boy. Great guy. Okay, Trav um, Beach Boy. That's 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 his good I name. think she, I hate that's him. That's his Instagram. <laughs> that's good. Name. So he looks like Adonis. <laughs> yeah, uh, and all his pictures Chris are like Adonis, yeah, yes. and all his pictures are like at the beach. Like no shirt, he has yeah. like a fourteen pack.
4: So he well, looks similar. You know, we're about yeah. the same. Yeah, you, you know, look I'm, similar. I'm
2: six five three thirty, so I'm not <laughs> fat, but I'm nowhere near shredded. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like it. But I've been, you know, working with her, in, and then um, I when we played the Chargers in L.A., I went to um dinner with with Annette and uh, was just talking to her about my plans for the off season, the tour, all that, blah blah. Um, she started talking about podcast ideas. And I was like, oh, actually, I ha- I have a podcast. Um, we talk about pro wrestling. She, and she was like, oh, yeah, um, you know, uh, I, I actually work with somebody that used to be involved in wrestling. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, it could be anybody. Yeah, 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 Who? You know, who? She's like, uh, uh, Tori Wilson. Do you remember her? And I was like, <laughs> do I remember? Do I remember? Uh, <laughs> do I remember the Pope? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yes, <laughs> like the fact, like the this Pope is- has nothing on Tory uh, Wilson. None right. at all. <laughs> and when I was 13 years old, if you could have told me you can meet but, Tory, yeah, Tory Wilson, show or of the hands. Pope. <laughs>
1: if we if we were offered the Pope on this show or Tory Wilson. Tori Wilson, was yeah, the right, time. Right, yep. exactly.
5: So, like, okay, that's scary.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but it, like that. So that's how we set it all up. And uh, you know, thanks. Shout out to Annette, and uh, appreciate you for coming on. And uh, it, it's going to be a good time. Oh sure.
1: my God, that's so great.
5: Yeah, of course. Tori, yeah, I was just, I just was in Annette's office the other day, and Trav Beach Boy, she connected <laughs> us, and he was showing me the ins and outs of social media. I was trying to learn some stuff from him. So oh, it's yeah. funny and that's exactly when she brought
2: you up. Exactly see and that's why Trad what Beach t- boy is getting a lot of run on this right. show. That's oh, why I told you getting a lot of run. I told him that. I was like, yeah, you know, he what he's showing me is that all I need to do is lose a hundred and twenty <laughs> <Right>. pounds.
3: And, <laughs> and never, and wear, a never wear a shirt. Right. He sounds, <laughs> good. I mean he sounds like the ultimate wrestling heel right
1: now. Yeah, it's true. There's no, but, no but
3: he's a, he looks like a really he would nice be. guy. But he is. He yeah, is a
2: nice guy.
5: But, but they he would hate him. by by men everywhere.
2: Okay. Oh,
1: for sure. oh well, yeah. I mean, he's probably <laughs> yes. the worst. Tori, I'm sure you've been hit up by more than a few football players in your day. So when a guy like AJ reaches out, is your first inclination to be, oh god, here's another one. Oh god, <laughs> like. I think, I'll, I think I'll just pass. I think you, uh, you want me to come yeah, on your have, podcast, huh? Yeah, we like, have a shitty reputation, I
5: know. <laughs> Never, no.
1: Hey, So, Tori, I guess let's start with this. What are you up to these days? Like, I, th- I think that's a, a good way to begin this. We have a lot that we want to talk about, but um, what is it that, that's going on in your world these days? Uh, I don't think we've seen you in a little bit, so what have you been up to?
5: Oh gosh, I, a, lot, a lot, my head is spinning. I'm, I'm just really, I'm on a mission right now to help women get empowered and fit. And I have an app that I'm doing and I just wrote an ebook that I'm selling and working on a bunch of other stuff. And uh, that's, that's really my goal is just on a mass level to be able to help not just women, but I'm focused on women, um, you know, feeling strong on the inside and the outside. It's awesome and not taking shit for
1: hell yeah. yeah. You feel good about hell yourself. Yeah. You
5: don't take shit from people.
2: Exactly, and that and that, and you mentioned feeling good about yourself. Obviously, um, as someone who's been uh, in Playboy twice, you feel very good about
4: yourself. <laughs> and
2: you well, and you well, very well should
5: because and if you, if, you if, if I go back to then, I actually feel much better about myself now than I did then. I was probably way more insecure then.
3: Really? Oh wow. Why is that? Why, yeah, why were That's why so interesting who, to hear? Yeah, like you be insecure. We're insecure just <laughs> yeah, yeah, talking right. to you. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, for one, I think what, it's something like you know when I was on WWE, it was a different time, and I was you know in bikinis all the time, and yeah,
2: bra and no panty matches. Girl, there's
5: sex pot girl, and it's not something that I I always felt comfortable with, but hmm. um, it's all based around looks, so I was yeah. always paranoid about how I looked.
2: Did, I can understand. Did you that. ever think any of that was like degrading or were you just like this is part of the job?
5: Um I mean it was it was part of the job. I can't I mean I I literally cringe when I see old stuff. I can't I, I it I must have, like, blocked it out of my memory or something. i like, I can't believe I did some
2: of that stuff. Which, which, I do that same thing when I watch some old WWE stuff, and it's like, dude, I was watching this when I was 11. Like, like yes. I was like, I can't you believe it. You
5: were probably it. in the front row. Yeah.
2: Well, no, I was in the nosebleeds because I was broke. But now,
3: <laughs> now, I like to be in the front row, yes. Is, is there anything? Well,
5: good. I'm glad you were in the nosebleeds. You couldn't see what was going on. Now
3: <laughs> anything in particular that you look back on now? And if if you were as uh, secure as you were right now, you would have just said no.
5: Um. Yeah, I'm sure I would have. I probably would have done things different. But it's I, I hate I hate talking like that because it's like. You can't go back and change the past, and sure. that kind of forms who I am. And I yeah. needed to go through a lot of things to just become this person. And it helped me form a message to women that uh, I wouldn't have had otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't really, I don't think I would necessarily change it, but.
1: Tory Wilson. Yeah, no, I hear you. Tory Wilson's with us here on Jobbing Out. Tory, what you're talking about is 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 interesting for so many reasons, and I think one of them obviously is the context of where we are in 2017. Yeah, and and obviously where we are as far as pop culture is concerned, just where we are as far as the world is concerned. Um, how much of what we see in the entertainment world that we see in the world of politics, the many stories, the Me Too movement. Is there is there part of that that you look at and say, yeah, by the way, that stuff was happening everywhere. Like we were dealing with that kind of publicly um, during yeah. during an era. Like, do you do you think that way?
5: Um, you know, I, yeah, it's like I don't think I have stories like some of these women that are coming out with all this stuff. But I just I think that that all of that is just yeah stuff that has gone on forever part of me thinks, you know, it's kind of cool that people are probably shitting their pants right now that have abused their power. Hmm. Um, All of but, you should think
2: that. I am so happy. Yeah. That's the best thing that's come out of this, is you find out how many scumbags really there are in the world.
5: Oh, yeah, and we probably won't even hear about, you know, Yeah, this is probably the tip of,
2: of the iceberg.
5: Yeah. But at the same time, you can't... I mean, it's, it's just hard because um, there are also people, women out there that have endorsed this kind of behavior and kind of perpetuated it, not Hmm. to put the blame on anyone, but, um, so it's, it's kind of the catch 22.
2: Do you speak, we're speaking on the me too movement and everything. and, And, obviously, um, uh, talking about pop culture, one of the biggest people in the history of pop culture, Is Hugh Hefner, and there was a lot of different stories that came out, good and bad, after he passed. Do you have any memories uh, of time with Hugh, or no?
5: I do. You know, I just remember. um, I never really got that close to him, but I remember, you know, talking to him briefly. I remember when I used to go out all the time. um, I would run into him with his five girlfriends, (laughs) and you know, which which is which is just so normal. One of those like. How are you? Good to see you.
3: <laughs> and you, and you, and you, and you. And you, and you,
5: and you, know, the parties back in the day at the mansion, I don't think there'll ever be anything like that again. Just that, at that time, it was like the place to go. You would go in there, and, I mean, it, it was just every celebrity was there. It was, it was very weird. It was very weird for me, too, because it was kind of like um, – Throwing me into the mix of... I mean, I hadn't really seen any of that before. Yeah, for you. The whole Playboy thing. And uh, it's... They're good memories to have.
1: Tori, you know, I'm going to ask this question, and it's going to sound weird, but I want to... Let me think my way through this. What you guys do what you guys did in professional wrestling, what everybody does in professional wrestling, is not real. We know that, right? You're playing a character. But yet...
5: Playing a character.
1: Sure. But yet there's still a line where you sort of say, hey, this feels inappropriate sometimes. This feels, you know, it it, it doesn't seem right. Is there a place in professional wrestling for adult themes? Like, is there a place in professional wrestling for, you know, sex appeal, for things along those lines? Because we're supposed to remember, hey, this is, it's like going to a movie, right? Like, you're not, this isn't real life. This isn't. You know, actual in any
2: TV show you watch gonna have a sex scene,
1: and and I think that's something we're trying to figure out in 2017. And I think it's not just we're talking about females. I think we talk about males. I think it's the whole thing. Is there a place for that, or should professional wrestling simply be professional wrestling? Go watch athletic performances.
5: No, I think there's definitely. I mean, there's always room for uh, the uh, some something with a sexual nature it doesn't have to be perverted there's always i mean people want to see sexiness in everything correct it, even if you don't even quite realize that it's sexy it's sexy that's why you're attracted Well, maybe
1: to not it. this podcast it makes so it interesting. <laughs> what so maybe not this podcast so much we might lose a little <laughs> bit speak for yourself uh, fair enough fair enough
5: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs>
1: I understand um, what you're saying. I do
5: think there's room for it. There's just you have to, I think, remember who the audience is and remember that there are kids out there watching and and um, you know I, there's a there's a fine line. They they seem to be doing it. I, actually, I haven't really been watching the WWE lately, so I don't know if they even have that sex appeal in there. But um, you almost have to if you have women. Yeah, women I mean, are sexy.
2: Yes, they are. <laughs> And there was a lot of sexy women. God bless you. Not only on Raw and SmackDown, but all over Earth. Yes, correct. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But uh, we were talking about things like, is there a place for it in wrestling? Uh, What was your initial reaction when you found out that your father was going to be killed on screen (laughs) from a sex heart
4: attack?
5: (laughs) (laughs) This conversation is going south. so, like, I have, like... (laughs) This is a very weird conversation. <laughs> um, well, ju- let me just let's back up and say I couldn't feel any worse after seeing my father get married in a wrestling ring in his underwear. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: not not his finest fair. moment, yeah, maybe. Fair, you, yeah. fair
5: point.
3: <laughs> very fair point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> to to kind of go back even though you don't you said you didn't watch a lot now there we there is kind of a big question especially as there is more of a focus now on women as in-ring competitors versus you know necessarily for their looks where do you think the balance is there
5: they seem to be doing a pretty good job of it i mean there's a lot of beautiful women in wwe now and and when i have seen the women wrestle lately it's like i I've, there's I almost feel like I couldn't even compete I mean they're
4: yeah. <laughs>
5: incredible it's uh i mean the the gutsy shit they're doing yeah. my old lady comes out and my back hurts just watching <laughs> <laughs> but it's great that they have that opportunity to be able to do that.
2: You, you know, I, I'm sure you heard that the WWE made news uh, last week announcing that they were going to have a Women's Royal Rumble match. Now, we did the math. There's only, what, 22? About that. 22, 22, yeah. 22 women on the main roster. We're assuming two of them won't be in the match because they're the champs. Mm-hmm. So that leaves 20 women. Obviously, they're going to bring some people up from NXT. But the, the feeling amongst the public and internet nerds is that a lot of those 10 spots are going to be filled with people coming back and making a surprise entrance, are you willing to declare right now, Tori Wilson, <laughs> that you will be in the Royal Rumble, or can we oh, try to make that happen? Yes, because WWE oh. listens to us. They they do a lot of stuff that we Notice
5: tell that. them to
1: do. We noticed that.
5: I don't know. Honestly, my like I feel so old today, so I don't I, I, like <laughs> that. Does not sound appealing to me. Uh. <laughs>
2: This is the this is the con though because now she's going to be. Yeah, it's 30. a
1: great point, right? It's a great point. She certainly couldn't say yes if oh, she was. I'm
3: hurting. I yeah. couldn't take a bump. <laughs> All of a sudden, she shows up looking great. She's just wrecks just... everybody there. Wins. I haven't I haven't
5: stepped
3: in a wrestling ring in like ten years. <laughs> yeah, but well, a I, ten year anniversary. Yeah, right? Come on. Yeah, it I, would.
2: It would I, be. Oh, uh, I know the. I know the roof will get blown off the joint. Oh for my sure.
1: god. Yes. <laughs> it <would>, it <laughs> How do you deal with okay? How do you deal with the uses of the world? Correct. How do you deal with the the Uber internet nerds? The the folks that show up when you do an appearance or that just see you out somewhere and they're like, oh, I, you're Tory Wilson. Oh my! How do you, like I, I? It's such a crazy concept to me, and people are like, oh, it, you know, I I just can't fathom what that's like for you on a day to day basis. It's actually it's what
5: like it just it's. It's sweet. It makes my heart give a beat. It's like it's nice knowing that people appreciate what I've done, and it's very being a pro wrestler. No matter when you were a pro wrestler, unless you're like Hulk Hogan or The Rock, it's a very weird position to be in because there are many places I go and nobody looks twice, and then there are certain places I go and it's like
2: you can't you know, move.
5: <laughs> wrestling fans and wrestling fans are crazy. So. You know, my friends that were never around wrestling before that are around me when I'm when mere wrestling fans are just—they're kind of blown away by how, how crazy it is Cause they really are just the best fans anyone could have. Really,
1: I mean, that's that's really cool to hear you say that. But I still imagine there's more than a few of them that are super creepy. I know. I mean, I play
2: football and I get that, so I know.
1: Right. I know you right. get that. There's got to be. There's got to be an amount of that. Hey, um... Well,
5: yeah, but I have, a, I have a bad memory, so I just quickly forget that.
3: <laughs> you, you, you talk about, you know, not necessarily want to, wanting to step back in the ring right now, but do you miss it?
5: Um, God, I have been asked that a lot. I don't, there, the, I don't, the part that I do miss is just going out there in front of that crowd and feeling that electric energy, mm-hmm. but all the rest, I mean, the travel and, and just, being exhausted all the time and my body and all that, like, that part I don't miss at all, so... Like, there's not a part of me that says, gosh, I really want to go back to
1: wrestling. <laughs> but this is why the Rumble is perfect. It would only be one appearance you, that's it. And it's you, in front of a packed crowd. You get that rush. And you can only be in for like three seconds. You get tossed out. Yeah. No
2: problem. Nia, you could toss you yourself get, out. Nia Jax could pick you up and just throw you. <laughs> the, no, no, no. We don't want to see
3: that. <laughs> we want her to land softly. Come <laughs> right, on. Yeah, yeah, we, no, no,
2: no. She throws her onto the pile of women that she's already eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> so they catch her. Oh, my God. And then she doesn't it's hit the Nia floor and she ends up like that
5: queen
1: yes she's she's, yeah, she's a horse she's she, incredible she is really good she's incredible i, I I'm, I'm gonna give you it this way um you are you were part of one of the most infamous moments in the history of professional wrestling obviously we talk about everything that happened with Don marie it it was mm-hmm. brutal right like i'm sure that, that when you refer to things that you look back on and you say oh my god i have no doubt that that is very near the top of the list how do you oh, juxt- sure. how do you juxtapose that with the fact that it's so unbelievably well known? It's something that people will never forget. Ever. It is part of the canon of professional wrestling. Fact. Like how do you how do you juxtapose the uncomfortableness? Of, like I I just it's fascinating to me. Is it all negative or is any part of it? You're like, well, it was part of something that's incredibly historic. Like I I don't I don't know how that works.
5: Yeah. No. I don't. I don't really view any of it negative. Like I really try to just view life with a positive outlook. So even if something made me uncomfortable, like I just I might cringe if I look at it, but I don't look at it. I mean, I feel like it's been so long that it's it's not like it's just.
2: And luckily, you have that bad memory you were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
5: Yeah. And well, and I got to tell you, like I feel like all the wrestling fans that know about that. I mean, they're not really judging me on it. No, problem. oh no, no, it just means they're more in love with you. <laughs> yeah, obviously, you yeah. right. got
1: more fans. Have you ever talked to her about it? Like, have you ever like had a conversation? Like, did we really do that?
5: No, I haven't actually.
1: That's interesting. We I just need to set that <laughs> up. Yeah, right. Like. I know the problem is I feel like it'd be the type of thing that you go through and be like, yeah, we don't really want to talk about that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're we're everything besides. Right, we're really good to move on.
1: I just always wonder how those things go. Years down in the past, we're like, wow, that really, that really did happen. We really did. No. Yeah.
5: No, but it was great because like that, it was actually fun during that time because it was fun to come to work and know that you have a storyline because that's you know kind of like your goal all the time, and there are so many superstars in WWE not everyone gets a storyline so for me it was really exciting to come to work every day um and it was cool because my dad I mean that was my real dad and he he'll never forget that I mean he still (laughs) talks about coming back
3: (laughs) he's signing up for the rumble right now
5: He's how? getting his beer ready for the rumble. <laughs> <laughs> how was, how was
3: Christmas around that time? Like, was, that was around like a November, December right? thing, too, wasn't it?
1: Like, I got to imagine like the conversation around the table was a little bit like, guys, can we talk about politics for a change this year? <laughs>
5: Oh, yeah. No, and even for years after that, I remember he used to always be like, well, maybe I should come back as my evil twin, Hal.
3: He knows the wrestling business better than
2: anybody. It's amazing. That is what should happen.
5: That's so great.
1: Oh, my God. How old is your dad now?
5: Oh my gosh, he's pushing 80.
1: Okay, we got to make it happen this year. It's yes, got to
3: happen yes. this year. Like, we got to. Start wait. Start the hashtag. <laughs> yeah, we I'll, need I'll out. get the GoFundMe. Correct.
1: Al, Al Wilson back from the dead. Yeah. We
3: need to make...
1: it's Al a, Wilson for Rumble. They killed off Mr. McMahon and brought him back a week later. They killed uh, off... They F- can wait, yeah, what is
3: the hashtag? Rumbling Al Wilson? I'm, <laughs> I'm so down to have Al
1: Wilson return for the Rumble. I, all right, were, were you all... Were, okay, so we know that there's politics backstage. Were you all friends as this all was going on? Like, were you all cool? Like, when you were doing this stuff with, like, Don Marie, were you guys friends... Or was it even weirder because, like, there was backstage politics and backstage cattiness that we didn't know about?
5: Um, there was we were friends, but there was always kind of like just a little bit of a weird tension between us during that time. But we, we got along. We were just like we're just a little different, anyways. She was okay. someone that I would hang out with all the time. Okay,
1: I got that. Who? All right, who was your best friend that you that you had? Who was the one that you say, look, looking back on it? This, one, this person had my back, would have done anything for me. Who was the best friend that you had?
5: Uh, well, in the beginning it was Stacy, and then mm-hmm. when she left, it it was, oh gosh, there's a few. Candice and Victoria and okay. Michelle. And how much do
1: you think, cool. and this, I, this I'll leave with this, what you all did and the fact that you had to put up with some of the stuff, do you ever like feel the need to say to maybe one of the girls working the day, like, hey, you're welcome, by the way. You're welcome that we oh, did God, all no. of that
5: no no i'm not like that at all i mean but i actually have had some of them like tell me thank you which to me was it's just
2: as they should weird
5: no but i think that <laughs> um no I,
2: they they absolutely should there's no doubt y'all like it's just like whenever i see for example today i uh i saw clinton portis came into the redskins facility yeah today, and i saw him and i i show him all the respect cuz he is somebody that came before me and laid the groundwork for what i no what i'm doing right now no doubt. so that's i feel like they should do that and they probably should do it more than they do right
1: <laughs> we can say that i right. get it yes. i get it you don't have to yes. we can say yeah. it. we got you
5: i not but i don't really i just i remember when i was there when there there were so many things thank god i you know, I was married to a wrestler for a lot of that time who kind of taught me the backstage ropes because I had no freaking clue. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's a very intimidating atmosphere to walk into if you don't know, you know. Yeah. Didn't come from wrestling or know that you're supposed to shake everyone's hand walking down the hallway. Like, I did get a lot of, like, heat at first because I didn't know that the politics. Just
1: shake everybody's and, hand.
5: Uh, like, it's like who, scary because you never want to make a mistake.
3: Who would I ever know that, by like the way? That anymore? That's the that, yeah, Like the reasons, the Bucks aren't in WWE. Could right you ever now. imagine like, shake people's hands?
1: Oh my god! Could you imagine showing up for work on day one and you're supposed to know that you're supposed to shake everyone's hand? That's insane. Yeah. Like that's nuts. That's stupid. It's, that's
5: so it's like the dumbest. It's not, thing. It's, not, it's not. It's not. It's just changed so much. It's not like that anymore. Okay. You know. All right. I got oh, you. Good, I got good.
1: you. All right, Tori, let's get some plugs in. What can we talk up for you? What can we tell people? Where can they follow you on social media and the app and everything? What can we plug for you?
5: Um, I am on Twitter, Tori Wilson, Facebook, Tori Eleven, and and let's see, no Instagram, Tori Wilson, Twitter, and Facebook, Tori Eleven, and I've got links on there for the ebook that I just did for getting your best body now and a uh, Fitner app. You can come train with me every week, do my workouts. That's
3: awesome, and that's how you can keep you in touch. Want to train? No with Tori doubt, Wilson, right? Yeah, Tori Wilson's
1: week. your trainer. Life is pretty good. Life is okay. Talk For sure, to Tori. Talk yeah, to Tori. Hey, uh, Tori. Honestly, uh, really love the conversation, and we couldn't be bigger fans. Like, we are super nerdy fans Thank of yours. You. We are uh, really appreciative of you taking the time for us, especially during a holiday week. Absolutely. Um, we'd love to do it again uh, down the road at some point. Thank you so much and have a really great That's new definitely. year.
5: Thank you, too, guys. Thanks for having
1: me. Awesome. Well, that was
5: uh,
2: hot. I mean, only thing that would have been better. If she was in the room with Well, us. yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that would have been a thousand times.
1: Do that. you think she could tell that we all three had massive erections the entire I like,
2: time? I feel like she knows.
3: I was going to say, she just assumes that with anybody. Any yeah. wrestling fan that talks to her, she all right. Any
1: yeah, non-wrestling fan. Probably true. Well, that's also true. If right. Bring... Any human being. But, male or female. But I,
2: I am very confident in saying that when I was 13 years old, I was pretty sure I was going to marry Tori Wilson.
1: And you still might. Very but possibly.
2: You still could. <laughs> very possibly.
1: Yeah. Right. Well that was awesome. Appreciate Tori Wilson taking the time for us on our final show of two thousand seventeen. Um obviously with us doing the jobbies this week, we have not had time to just talk about what happened this week in um the world of the WWE. So let's touch on that now. I I um I don't have a ton to say. First of all, <laughs> I, I love that they did no commercials for an hour on Raw and SmackDown, like, by it, all it, means. It
3: completely threw me off, but though.
1: Because... It, dude, I, like, I'm telling you because I watch on DVR. I need commercials, man. I <laughs> need right. to be able to fast forward. I it. need to be able to hit the button and like it's it's almost a chore. Yeah. Like I need them. It's a it's yeah, a goofy. I, thing. I was
3: waiting to leave the room for a commercial, right? Like okay. I needed to pee, I, and I, I'm like, "Where do I go pee? I, I saw yeah. a suicide dive about to happen. I was like, "All right, all right, I can go here. <laughs> Wait a second, they're still fighting. What the yeah, hell?
1: It was real weird, dude. It threw me off. It really. Now, I also don't know. If you want to say like it could have spoiled the fact that they were new tag champions, that's fine. But I I've saw nothing that happened that says to me they couldn't have just done those shows on Saturday.
3: Yeah, they they like, definitely could yeah. have. I don't
1: think they needed to work on Christmas, but that's fine. Uh, you know, again, as we talked about when they announced it, most of us have worked on holidays, so it's hard to get us to uh, to be all that.
3: I'm worked on. i working on New Year's Eve, so...
1: Right. Like, I mean, it's just what it is. Me. That's the way it works. Correct. At least you
3: didn't get flexed to 430 like the Ravens. Yeah, that, that is true. That blows. That is true. All right, my post-game show is going to end. That blows for
2: it. the
1: away team. Right. They're well, going to be yeah, on a plane. Right. Yeah, oh, correct. They,
2: oh, the Ravens are playing where?
1: No, no, not the Ravens. The Bengals are playing The Bengals. Oh, The Bengals yeah. are so pissed. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. What? They're going to be on the plane. The game doesn't matter at all. At they all. have no interest in being there. None. This is like a game where, like, you're doing everything in your power to get it over quickly. And then
2: you lose by 30, and then everybody says, Happy New Year <laughs> right. also, on the plane. <laughs> this is flight. the game
3: that you, you take that into account when you're betting on this game. That oh, the they don't want to be there,
1: right? yeah, they want it over with to about, be about be as quickly yep. as possible. Um, okay, so, Wes, we have new tag champs on Raw, and it's Jason Jordan's first major moment as far as a victory is concerned. On Raw. On Raw, right, correct, because they were obviously tag champs on SmackDown.
3: First NXT Raw and SmackDown tag champ Jason oh, it's Jordan. Very interesting. Um, it's weird. <laughs> it's really
1: weird. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the plan is. I don't know where you're going with it. Um, I, my gut is it's a short term thing that just forwards a storyline along until you get to wherever you're ultimately going i think the also yeah. the other part of it is i don't know where we are with dean, dean ambrose. ambrose you know
3: they claim it's 9 months i don't believe for a second it's 9 months that really smells like oh it's 9 months so when he's back in 3 months oh he's crazy right. he's yeah. a lunatic he's coming back before the doctors say he's ready
1: it smells exactly like what they did with seth rollins but i'm pretty sure it's actually 9 months though
3: you think Nine months for. I got some pretty good information. Oh, okay. okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> well then,
2: I'm don't we just, feel like I also assholes? Have, I also have a little information on um, uh, I, at WrestleMania it was supposed to be a Shield match at WrestleMania. A triple threat or them versus? No, just Shield, versus- Shield in the match. Oh. I don't know what. I don't know if it was a Shield triple threat or Shield, Shield versus, versus someone. Right, but it was not supposed to be Roman Brock at WrestleMania. Well, hmm. now. Does that change? I don't
1: know. (laughs) It was Jason. By the way, we all know this ends with John Cena joining the Shield, right? Like we all know this is how this ends up happening is that John Cena ends up becoming a member of the Shield, right? Like we're all in agreement on that. That's how this goes. This is. I mean, as long
3: as he stays on Raw, he could show up on SmackDown Uh, next time. For all we know, I I got I got some information here
2: that we're definitely going to have to cut this out. But I want you guys to hear it, and then I want the okay. j- the jobbies.
1: This makes more work for the me. The jobbers. <laughs> I want the job- Oh, you know what I like doing? I want
2: them to hear our Here's reaction. Here's what I,
1: th- but this is what I like doing. I like turning off, like, like, like we continue recording. Yes. Oh, okay, but we just. Aaron, you we, turn we just, off the mic. Go back for a second. Okay. Right, I want you to just turn off the mic when AJ's about to say the thing that he doesn't okay. want anybody else to hear. And then immediately, immediately turn, we turn them the back on, on so you can hear so us us we going. can react. Ooh, okay? Yeah, okay, all right. All Here, right? We, Here we go. Here
3: we go. Well, that's weird. That's well. really, really weird. That—that smell. I mean, I—I well. I believe you. I absolutely believe you. But that just sounds like there's some random Reddit thread. They're like, you got to put them together.
1: I got to be honest with you. I yeah, what an asshole. What is Aaron? Doing? I, I had a great bit too, all prepared. What and then Aaron, Aaron I'm going to have to edit that out. Now. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay, here we go. Great bit. <laughs> Aaron's an asshole. What a dick. <laughs> Like, what an absolute dick for doing that. Yeah, huge dick. Well, he wait, dicks me on. over more than he dicks anybody else over. Because now I'm, I, either one of two things is going to happen. Either I'm going to forget to edit it out, or I'm going to leave it in, and then I,
3: you're going to yell at me, right? Yeah, like, yeah of course uh, we are. Uh, uh, my God, man.
1: Like, God damn it. Yeah. What All a right. dick. I was going to say, and you know what? No, you I don't, know, I don't do even
3: it. know why we needed to block that out, though, because- I it's... thought the Macho Man Randy Savage was dead. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that is true. He's he's
1: back hologram. That was gonna be great hologram. It was gonna be a great bit when I said that, and Aaron had to go and do the thing that ruined it all. That's
3: ruined. right. You dick. The worst. Yeah, God. God.
1: All right. <sighs> it's like he couldn't ruin Christmas, so he had to ruin. That's right. The end of the job. I, 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 was, I, I
3: was waiting. I was waiting for my moment. Picked it here. <sighs> what
1: a what a dick. Um, all right. So there's that.
3: So back to Jason Jordan. Um, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll I, I like it, it. I like an oddball tag team. So hopefully it it works out. But uh, yeah.
2: It, hopefully it. It. I mean, it smells like it's all leading to the Jason Jordan heel turn. But it, yes. Now that they're tag champs, like who the fuck knows? Well, I, who bro,
3: knows? Jordan bro. eventually, you know, turns on him and they lose the tag titles that yeah, way. And I can see that. maybe maybe if you know. Well, it's it, not
1: really it, that he's going to turn on him. They're not really partners. They're.
3: Well, they'll, they're kind of adversaries that were forced yeah, to work again. Yeah, but together. but if they continue for a little while and then he turns, that's by wrestling logic, that's a I big guess. turn. I mean, he's already a heel anyways, so. Yeah, I guess. You know, whatever.
1: Uh yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Whatever. Um Elias looked great. Oh, my God, did he look great. Because
3: Elias is great.
1: Jesus. And he has been
2: for a long time since you idiot re- internet fans started chanting. No, I knew all along. In NXT. No, 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 Don't, did don't you're... you
1: look at me. Don't you look at me, Ricky Bobby. I knew all along. Oh, did you? Liar. Yeah, when I came, to, went to the show and saw <laughs> oh, it. And then out okay, the next day, and okay. I said, dude, Elias is great. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. said, yeah, I've been saying that for <laughs> six fucking months. Yeah, but I was never booing him. I was not. You're uh... doing the dumb, you're doing the thing where you're looking at somebody else and you're putting me in their shoes. And I don't he's fit He's good shoes. is the problem. He's too I wear,
3: good. He's really good. Like that, he's really good. He, he was the one guy for the longest time you could count on to get a huge reaction, a huge heel reaction, and now you can't count on it anymore. Um, yeah. You I mean, probably <laughs> won't true. be
2: able to for a while. Yeah, true.
3: All right. Um, Speaking of great reactions, uh, Rusev Day? Well, that's on what SmackDown.
1: That? I didn't know if we were doing anything else oh, on Raw.
3: I mean, what else was on Raw? Mm-hmm. Asuka declaring for the Rumble. Shocker.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is a little bit weird. <laughs> They're having the women declare for the Rumble. Like, you're all going to be in it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All of you.
1: Every <laughs> single one. Every and, one of them. And some of them that we don't know about are going to be in. Correct. Like, you don't have to declare. Hopefully, Tori Wilson. Yes. It would be wonderful, and we couldn't get an answer from him. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, God, like, come on. It's it's sort of funny. It's sort of funny. All right, yes, on SmackDown, there is nothing on the planet more over right now than Rusev. He is the most over thing in the history of professional wrestling. Yes. And, may I offer, happy Rusev Day. Happy, happy Rusev, Rusev Day. Day.
3: Um, By the way, did you realize he's born on December 25th?
1: I don't think I knew that, but that's pretty great.
3: I mean, he is... The true representation of December 25th there. That is Rusev Day, officially. Nothing else.
1: I I don't disagree with you. I mean, you're absolutely right about that. Um, It is a little bit weird, like, when they had him tell the New Day to shut up. Like, boy... They do not care. Like they know how hot they are, and they just don't give an
3: f. They're they're just hoping that that's Chicago Bizarroland, but I don't think it is. No,
1: dude. No, no. they're just that yeah. over everywhere. Um, it it is it is crazy. Um, that being said, it ends up being Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin who win the match again. I assume that's a stopgap. They'll get a match next week. I, I guess if you feel the need to have Rusev and and an English win, you'd want them to
3: beat Heels. I don't know well, that... Well, do you? Uh, we don't know what WWE wants with them. We, yeah, know, we the... know what they should do, but we don't know what they want with them. I... They could want them to be Heels. Well, and this is
1: why it made sense that you should have had them win at the last pay-per-view, is because you could have had them pin anybody. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you had the opportunity to have them win without having to, to, to pin the New Day or pin the Usos. I... I don't know. I don't, I really don't understand exactly what they're going to try to do there. I think they should have them be top heel or top faces, and so it makes sense to have them pin Gable and, and Benjamin. But it's not as if Gable and Benjamin are particularly strong heels. Yeah. Like, they've been kind of acting like heels because none of these guys are heels right so now. They,
3: they're acting like, or they seem like heels only because of the guys they're going against right. are so over. It's not like they're doing anything really heelish. Right. Correct. I think, I think they want them to be faces, but it's just that everybody they're going against is so much more over than they are. Correct.
1: You have the three most over tag teams outside of the, you know, the Young Bucks in all of professional wrestling. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's crazy, man. It's really, really crazy. So I, I, I could see them winning to set up trying to get Rusev and Aiden English to win. But boy, my God, this... well, why,
3: why would they do that when Rusev is going to win the Royal Rumble?
1: Well, he better win the Royal Rumble. <laughs>
3: he better win the Royal by He will Rumble. not, but I would love for yeah, him
1: to. Yeah, he really should. Um... All right, and then we do we do get the tournament for the U.S. title that we mm-hmm. talked about last week, which is great. Um, eight-man tournament. We don't know who the other four are, I don't believe, as of yet. And I haven't
2: announced a tournament, but don't
3: give you the fucking It really tree. drives me nuts. You, like, need, you need the bracket. The correct. bracket is what makes like, a tournament. the tournament.
1: We want to sit here and fill out a bracket because that's the way the world works. That's right. how
3: everything works. Well, correct. You know they probably don't have the other four yet. They and that's the problem. They don't know, <laughs> right? They
1: haven't decided who the other four are, and that's the issue with
3: doing a tournament. Um, I don't know. Like I, I'm all for it. Especially, you know, because, you know, Dolph Ziggler coming back at the end. It's fun. It's great. It's well, wonderful. exactly the way that we
1: laid it out last yes, week. exactly. Yep. Exactly right. It's a, it's a perfect way to go about doing things. Anything else from SmackDown that we need to cover? I was a little surprised Corbin took the loss there.
3: Not overly surprised. I was a little surprised in the first round. And I wonder if the, he's going to start, like, one of those losing streak gimmicks. Where mm-hmm. he starts, you know, getting enraged because everything's going against him. Right. Could. Very well could.
1: I mean... I don't have no idea what they think of Baron Corbin. I mean I really right. have no idea how they feel about him. I I've been through this and you all can be as mad as you want about him. You don't continue to make packages and change music and do all the things that they've done with Baron Corbin when they have a strong feeling about somebody. You do all this because you don't really know what the guy is. You do all this because you're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um I I have no idea. I have no idea if they think long term that Baron Corbin is a star or if they think that he has a look, and so they wanted to give him as much of a chance as they possibly could. Mm-hmm. And then they got through it, and sort of said, "We just don't see
3: anything there." Uh, if how much did backstage behavior play? You know, is sure. this is this still long term ramifications of whatever the incident was that right. happened over the summer?
1: Well, I mean, look, I, I, he's definitely got the look. Other than his hair, um, it's not yeah. that's a bit of a disaster. It is, but he's got a look. So I understand why you want to give him chances. I just I have never seen anything about him that says. He's a great heel, or, I mean, there's no world where it seems like there's anything about him that would make him a quality face, but I just never, like, he doesn't, They've never made him demonstrably uh, yeah, evil. Yeah, I was, was
3: going to say, I've seen it in glimpses, like especially the NXT shows, you know, the NXT show up in Philly we went to. I thought he portrayed a great heel there. He was going back and forth with the fans. He's a guy who seems to really thrive in front of those small crowds, but it doesn't quite translate to the big arena, at least up to this point.
1: Yeah, I would tend to agree. I would tend to agree. All right, is that it? Is yeah. that it from Raw and SmackDown? Wonderful. Alright, let's get some plugs in. Um, AJ, let me start with you. Music, Francis Sports Academy, the whole deal.
2: Uh yeah, so uh I just had a show, um, with a great turnout for uh James Anthony Smith. It was a kid that just got killed um in D C last week. Um and uh we were able to raise money for his funeral, um, for his family, um uh, so that they wouldn't have to come out of pocket. That was a great that was a great event and um it was an awesome time. I'm also doing another charity event this friday um oh, excuse me uh, i'm doing a charity event this friday um and it is at what's the what's the name of that place uh public smith uh smith public trust okay in northeast d c and cool. um um also i uh i'm gonna be having i'm not only gonna debut so i'm gonna my music video and my song is gonna be on um comcast or not comcast n b c sports Washington. Uh Washington on January third, as will I. Um, doing the Wizards pregame and postgame show. Cool. Um getting ready for this last push of the season. Yeah, right. Um, and then getting one the more game. out of here and one get more... to where it's warm. Yeah, go straight to the <laughs> yeah, beach. Right. Straight to the beach once the season <laughs> mm-hmm. ends. Finish this strong with a W and a good game G- on to Sunday. sack Eli
3: in his last game and yeah, uh, s- try, try and s-
2: try to slam him on his head. Right. Um and then get down to Florida where I'm gonna start training. Love it. Um, training with kids in Florida and be warm.
1: Yep. I mean, get the hell out of here. And you get can fo- uh, you can follow
2: me on uh, all social media at AJ Francis four one zero. Once again, that's at AJ Francis four one zero.
1: Very good. Uh, Aaron, you are on Twitter?
3: At the A-O-ster. This show, of course, is on Twitter. At Jobbing Out Show. Our email? JobbingOutShow at com.
1: And how about uh, the
3: Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone? Um, just, you know, it's the end of the year, lots of best of stuff, lots of, you know, probably looking towards it. And Wrestle Kingdom's right around the corner. I don't know if we're going to be doing our show before or after Wrestle Kingdom, but uh, you can definitely bet that I will be doing something with Wrestle Kingdom I mean, next week. I, it's a big week, no doubt about that.
1: All right, very good. Uh, thanks again to Tori Wilson for joining us. Thanks to Steve Miggs for being a part of the Jobbies. Thanks to all of you for your support throughout the course of the year. We need you to do better in 2018.
3: Yeah, yeah. Just we did great. You guys need to do better.
1: Yeah, I mean, the truth is, I think we delivered A++ at Absolutely. all times, whereas you guys just sucked most of the time. So just step your game up a little bit. iTunes, year.
3: five stars, you know, Please, all that good all stuff. That. By yes. the way,
1: I'm at Glen Clark Radio and GlenClarkRadio.com. All right, uh, so for Aaron Oster and for. The main event. Eight. Vent. Vent. Mm.
3: Vent. not Not coming, Vent. not ending the uh, Vent. show very well. Vent. The
2: year. Vent. 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 Vent.
1: AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben, jobbing out.
2: And a happy new.
4: years